even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Geeks, I am Frankie Toos. Dancers, and I am an inevitable John Turriano. Excellent. Ace Austin. Ah, you should have let me wait. I would explain when we got there. And you're listening to episode 71. Contact inform- information as always. You can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call our hotline number at 347 Smarky6. Or 347-762-7596. Leave a question. Be part of the show. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you use. Just search the Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks and we'll be the ones that show up. Uh, leave a five-star review if it helps. Uh, if it allows you, rather. And it will help the show. Uh, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Uh, also subscribe to us on our Twitters. At Smarky Geeks. At Frankie DeJesus. At the John Triano. And subscribe to us on our Facebook group. Uh, which is my favorite place to be online. And uh, subscribe to us on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. Now on with the show. Are you a punk? Yeah, I am. Are you a punk? Yeah. If you don't want to be a punk, you should buy merch <laughs> at the Smarky Geeks merch table. Just go to SmarkyGeeks.com, click on the merch table, and you can buy stuff. Masks. They got newer masks now with the with the nose um, wire now, so you can oh. just they call them premium masks and shit like that. Uh, so. Get some Smarky Geek merch with the the, the, the mask, and uh, that way we can get through this shit. And uh, there you go. Yeah, that's the that's the gimmick. Cool. Gimmicks are done. Gimmicks nice, over. nice and simple. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, so before we go, we're watching Takeover San Antonio. Yeah. I picked this one because the main event was DIY and AOP. Yeah. That's the only that I picked this one. <laughs> I want to see. That. I want to watch that match again. When we get to it. I'm sure the Russian show is great. Yeah, but that, I remember that match just blew me away. Um. So, 2020 is gone. Yeah. Oh, by the way, welcome to <laughs> welcome to December 40, 41st, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How you doing? Uh, we almost had a coup. Yeah. So, that shit was crazy. Someone walked in the room and said, this is my year. And then everything <laughs> just went to fuck. I told you people, <laughs> no. I, see, I said, nobody's allowed to say that. Yeah. Nobody, I'm, nobody's allowed to say that. Dude, that was crazy. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. And I said it, and I a lot of people said it, and I'll say it. If that was a Black Lives Matter protest, there'd be blood on the, on the Capitol yeah, right now. Absolutely. It, Everyone's saying it because it's true. That you see cops walking people out, taking selfies with them. I mean, yeah. What the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? So you know, I was like, you know, like twenty twenty. Well, we had a good five days. Yeah, we had a good five days. <laughs> and it's not in twenty twenty two. I'm done. I'm ready for twenty twenty two now. God damn. What the fuck? I can't wait till he's officially in control. Yeah, because it's gonna be. He's so fucking boring. I'm talking about Biden. 
That, he is so I, fucking boring, boring, and I can't wait. I know. I can't wait. And it gets better because they suspended Trump's Twitter. All of his, all of his social media is gone. Yeah. I, but let's go back to what the fuck. Yeah. They were planning this for weeks. Yeah. And then they get him him and his cronies give these speeches at the rally right down the block. And they were basically pushing these people. Yeah. You know, fanning the flames. What the fuck? And the stories are coming out that he was mad that that all of his supporters look trashy. Well, yeah, they're your supporters. Of course they look trashy. Yeah, the uneducated. The low, the low, yeah. Of course. That's, that's what he loves. He loves the uneducated. That's his... He said that. I'm going to tell you what pisses me off, too. The, the girl... One of the, the... Five people died. Yeah. Unfortunately. One of them was a cop. Which cracks me... Which pisses me off, too. Because now the blue, all of a sudden all the blue lives matter people are really quiet. Mm-hmm. So the girl that died was was retired Air Force. And that's all they're talking about, that she was retired Air Force. They don't talk about her criminal record, which she did have. But when George Floyd was murdered by cops, all they're talking about is he had his criminal record. Yeah. And here with one guy, this I love this. This made this story made my fucking day. He was trying to steal a pit a portrait of Tip O'Neill. Tip fucking O'Neill. <laughs> and he had a taser in his pocket. Oh, yeah. And, he, and, and it went off and he tased his balls so much that he had a heart attack and died. Yeah. And there was that, wasn't there that one woman who had a don't tread on me? And flag? she got strampled, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, it just don't, and people say, oh, she didn't make fun. Look, I'll say what, what they say when a black person gets killed. If they weren't, if they, if they were minding their own business, they weren't committing a crime, they'd still be alive. Yeah. Listen, when they lose, they lose bigly. I'm saying the biggest losers ever. Yeah. Losers of which likely we have never seen. But let's let's escape. Yeah. Um. I mean, when we do the rating and stuff, it not a lot of people took wrestling as an escape. I did. I, said, I did I, too. I, I, want, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm done also, with this world. I think what happened too was by the time wrestling started, mm-hmm. the worst of it was over. Like you know, people have been but watching. It was it for- still out there. It was still everyone was talking about it. Yeah, you know, it was still every. You know, I didn't where you went. It was being talked about. Well, I I watched wrestling, but I didn't really watch it. Nothing to do with what was going on. I had some other stuff going on. I couldn't focus on. Right, it. right, right. I had it on as background noise. Yeah. Want me to get into it real quick? Fuck it, right here. Yeah, sure. My cat Lucy has been sick lately. My problem is I didn't put two and two together. Like she had a couple. She had, I might get into the details, but she had bu- little things I wasn't know. I wasn't putting the pieces together. One of the things that she was that she had ear mites, and I thought they were ear mites, and she had a lot of gunk coming out of her eye. I thought that was normal. She's very lethargic. So I started putting the pieces together. I had to rush her to the emergency room Wednesday. I let my boss let me leave her. I had to leave her girl. I had to go home. I had to get her together. I'm not sure she's doing better now. I put on medication. By the time I got home, it was like 5 o'clock. And I wasn't in the mood to watch. I ate dinner. I watched a little TV. I watched the show on the news because we just tune it out half of it. But when I got to NXT, which I wanted to watch live, I barely focused on it. For the first time ever, I've rewatched the show. I never rewatched the show. I always watch them once and that's it. Yeah. So, I forgot where I was going with this. But, um... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I'm escaped. sure the ratings did get affected by what was going on. No, it absolutely were, and I'll talk about it later. But for me, I used it as the escape that I needed from this wretched world. You know, I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> and, and the sad part is, I'm listening to it on the drive home. Yeah. After the vet, 
And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, this can't be happening. I'm like, I want to pull over and watch it on my phone. I want to see this. Yeah. It was, it was unreal listening to it. And you're watching the news and everything. And the best part, I'm gonna, we'll stay with this for another minute, was Fox News blaming everybody but the person they should have blamed. Right. Oh, the cops didn't do their job. Oh, never think it was Antifa. It was so much crap going out there. Yeah. You're trying to say it was Ant- yeah, Antifa actors yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Correct me. So, he'd been stoking the flames for weeks. He had to rally telling his, his people to go there. They go there and it wasn't, it wasn't their fault. Stupid. The wrestling memes on these were great though. Like that wrestling people were using like Jim oh. Ross and stuff. And when that the, guy fell. From yeah, the Jim Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they did one. Of the, they had the picture of people climbing the wall. Somebody, somebody called it Honky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. No. Not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no. Honky Kong. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you got, you got to laugh about it now because yeah. what else are you gonna fucking do? Well, watch some wrestling. That's what, that's what I did. Yeah, you know, I, I ended like, up watching a bunch of wrestling this week. I did. I, I watched all. Oh I my watched, god! This week was nothing but wrestling. For god, me. I mean, I don't I, know my kids' names anymore. <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> well, I didn't watch anything Wrestle Kingdom yet because I, I didn't get. You, I wasn't gonna watch it live because yeah. the time it came on. Is it all small for you at this point? Yeah. It is. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna talk about it, but yeah, I just wanna make sure. But um, I am gonna go on the app starting this week. I'm gonna try to watch a match a night. Mm-hmm. The match I want to see is night two. Kota Bushi and Jay White. That's the match I really want to watch. It is a sneaky great match. That's the match. That's the yeah. match I'm looking forward to more. I heard it was amazing. Yeah, I will get so. into it. But yeah, but yeah. So I escaped into wrestling that day. I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, shut my brain off. I'm gonna watch wrestling. I was glad that that day, I got two shows that gave me great wrestling. I was like, "Fuck!" This made me happy. And I went to sleep late that night. Fucking happy. Um. Well, let's do this how we do it. Let's do the news. All right. And uh, real quick, real quick, excuse me. Um, well, I'm sorry. What's tomorrow? What's tomorrow for you? I don't know what's tomorrow. Oh, isn't it some type of day that, like, I think I found, like, a hieroglyphic. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> kiss had my, kiss <laughs> my fucking ass. <laughs> kiss <laughs> my fucking ass. At the date of your birth. <laughs> kiss <laughs> my fucking ass. It's like Egyptian hieroglyphics yeah. with dogs or cat like ancient pictures of cats yeah. and dogs and shit. You know, it's covered in dust. You gotta, you gotta get Indiana Jones out there. He, Indiana Jones found. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just tell everyone what, what tomorrow is, buddy. Uh, or what tomorrow. today is as they're listening. When yeah, this comes yeah, today, out. Yeah. yeah, today is my 50th birthday. Well, tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, when we're recording this today, we listen to it. Yeah. Is my 50th birthday. A birthday. The big, the big five, oh, joining, big. joining AARP. Big, the big. Uh, I'm kind of excited about that for some reason. The half century. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm an old man. What's, I'm getting a call from our good friend, uh, uh, Old Man Warner. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, he's giving, giving me a call right now. You got something to say to you, I guess. What the fuck are you talking about? Red light on, baby. Old Man, you're popping in here now. I got a birthday, a wish, a birthday message, a birthday goddamn fucking day yeah. to get on here and talk some shit. Now, this was for John. John, Johnny boy, old John, this is from your buddy Frankie and old Mancher. Old Mancher, I get on here and I got to talk some shit. Now, I was talking to Frankie and he said, he said, this is, you know, my buddy John's birthday coming up. He turned 50 on the 11th of January. But he also said that you were a piece of shit. You're always lying to him. You and him will go out to get food or get beers and you never had no money. And you're always talking shit. 
because it says y'all get on a podcast here and you run it together. I know you guys are buddy, but this is all for Frankie. He's just <laughs> he's giving me the scoop, man. You guys run the podcast, Smarky Geeks. And he gave me all the all the download, all the dirt sheet shit. He told old Mancer Frankie, this is for Frankie. He said, Mancer, John, like I said, he's a cheapskate. He's always lying. He's full of shit. He don't ever pay me back. He's always late when he tries to pay me back. He said, John, he buried John here. He gave me all the dirt sheet, all the scoops, talked all the shit. Now, I just, I got to say, man, at some point, he even paid me money. And he said, old Mancer, when you see John out there after his birthday, Go up, shake his hand. When he goes to turn away, pull him back, eye poke him. Do the knee pad up, dramatic pause, dramatic pause, knee pad down. Hit him with the knee. He wanted me to DDT on the cement. This ain't from old Mancer. I'm not talking this shit. This is from your buddy Frankie. But anyways, I talk a little shit on here. But once again, it wasn't me. It was Frankie. But John, I just wanted to say happy birthday. Enjoy that birthday bash. Get them light bears. Do whatever the hell you want to do. You turn 50. It's a long time. You're old as dirt. You're like a walking zombie. But anyways, happy birthday, big dog. Old Mentor loves y'all. Thank y'all for supporting Old Mentor. Have a good birthday. Enjoy it with the family oh and the friends. God, Get on the, awesome. the podcast out there. Talk some shit. Enjoy it, man. Old Mentor loves y'all. Thank y'all. Happy birthday once again, big dog. That was <laughs> awesome. Holy shit. That was awesome. That was Old Mass Warner. My good friend, Mass Warner, man. I told him. <laughs> I, that, said, I said, roast them. <laughs> That's that, all I told him. I said, roast them. <laughs> Yeah, my good friend Matt Warner gave me a call yesterday. Yeah. And he was like, you know, hey. That was awesome. And it kept going. Like, like I didn't know when it was going to fucking end. It just kept going. <laughs> oh, my God. That was You got to send that to me. Yeah, definitely. That's going on my YouTube page. Yeah. That is awesome. My guy can't breathe. <laughs> you mind if I post that on no, the, the Facebook page? Go for it. Right. Shit. It's going on my personal page anyway. All right. That well, thank you so much. Happy that birthday. Was, thank you. That was fucking. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. And how am I gonna spend my birthday? I'm gonna be at the vet. Yeah. Get her follow up visit. Yeah. No, they gave her a bunch of med. They gave the cat a bunch of medications. Well, two medications. Yeah. You ever try feeding a pill to a cat? Actually, it's not fun. <laughs> so I'll be spending yet tomorrow part of my day tomorrow at the vet. All right. So All that, right. that should be fun. But dude, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm a little breathing. Yeah, my good buddy. Oh man's warning. Oh, that was funny. Hopefully soon to be AW bound. But <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. The next TNT champion right there. Right, um, anyway. So let's get into the news. Let's get some news. Uh Marty Scroll and RH parting ways. Officially. Officially, finally. Uh after a year. Yeah. Um I mean, listen, when this shit first went down and people asked about his job, everyone everywhere, all the news sites would all say Sinclair works very slow. <laughs> so this is just proof of that. Mm-hmm. They work very slow. I think they probably just waited out his contract. Yeah. Or they did that one year option. It was mutual. From what I read, it was mutual. That's, what, they, they that's what they're always going to say. Yeah. yeah. It's business. They're well, not always. Sometimes they we come that we just fired him. No, but they're not going to do that for this. Right. You know, there's no charges against them. Right. You know, um, just allegations and allegations he's admitted to. So, well, I've said my how I feel about this. Yeah, I, I'm not. No, I'm not trying to bring that up. I'm right, just right, saying, right. you know, they they don't have to. They're not going to burn bridges because there's no right. There's no, no, no right. laws. No, there's no allegations against them. See, I, see, I was thinking about it too about, about this when this came up that he was let go. 
I don't think it was the fact... Cause I, like I said, in England, what he did was perfectly illegal. Look, granted, it was weird, but like there, that's normal. It's not normal. For there, for it's there it is. It's not normal. There it is. No, it's not. It's just legal. It doesn't make it normal. Well, well legal. Okay, let me rephrase It's legal there. I, I think if she didn't cry rape, if she if she didn't bring the... I mean, let me rephrase that. If she didn't say that she was raped, hmm. we never would have known about this. Well, no. That's why they these people have to speak right. out. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, look. That's the whole point the, of it. Yeah. The, the truth. The whole it, point of speaking the, up. It needs to come out. The truth yeah. needs to come out ultimately. Will we ever find out the truth? It's been a year now. With him? Well, the truth. Like, he's admitted it. Well, his point of view of it. Right. Saying, like, yeah, he, he, it happened. To him, it was consent. To him, he didn't know how old she was. Right. Because she, yeah. she was at a bar drinking. Yeah. She was drunk as he was. So. He's admitted to that, but due to ignorances. That's his story. Wait, but look again. Like I said, I'm not defending him, but I I, I do like to present both sides. Of, you know, I, I like to look at look at from both sides of point of views. But I'm saying if he's at a, if, if you're at a bar drinking with some chick and you guys are drinking together, you're gonna assume she's old, she's legal or 18 at least. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why that that's my whole problem with this. If you're like if you, if I'm at a bar and I'm talking to some girl, we're we're doing shots together, we're drinking, we're both buzzed out. I'm gonna assume she's legal, hmm. right? I mean, or maybe don't go to like a party where there's wrestling fans and stuff like that. I mean that too. Yeah. That um, did they say when this happened? I don't think it was recently. No, it was, it was a few years ago. Um, I think it was four years ago, possibly. Right. So he was late. He was mid mid late twenties then. Yeah, something like that. But the point is, I don't think... I think it was more they waited out a part of his contract. I think it was right. multi-year. But they usually they have like that <coughs> opt-out after one year. Yeah, type yeah, of thing. yeah, So that's probably what they waited out. They opted out. And then right, decided right. to just move on. Because that's not going to work for them over here. Right. As always with these situations, where does he go? Um, well, I read somewhere that if he doesn't find work here, like if nobody hires him, he's going to have to go back home. England. Right. Well, yeah. Because, yeah, because of the... What's it called? The, the visas. Right. Yeah. All right, if he stays here, where does he go? Are the rumors that WWE is interested? Well, there's he has friends in AEW, right? But would they want to take that on? With you know, AEW, as we spoke before, they try to be that quote unquote woke place. You know, like look what they did with um, Jimmy Havoc after his right. stuff came out. Dude was gone, right? They right. they took care of him. They put him into rehab, paid for all that, right? But then after that, he's gone. Um, Do they want to take that on? I, can, I don't think so. I don't know about that. I mean, I could see them putting feelers out there and just, uh, and just maybe doing their due diligence. Maybe doing the proper investigation that should have been done into everything. You know, doing their due diligence if this would be a good idea. Nah, it, it, won't, it wouldn't be enough because it's never enough. I think WWE is a good place around because WWE doesn't care. Look at how many people right. on their company has accusations now, right? Right. Your theories and your whoever's. So for them, I think so long as there's no legal allegations against them, see that's they'll the thing. take them. There's no see that see that's where it gets tricky. There are no legal allegations. Yeah. There, there's accusations, and that's it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sure there's no, no charges against them. Right. So I don't think AW will because it will look bad for them. Because, like I said, they're the quote-unquote woke company. Uh, or at least they try to be. 
uh, I think WWE would take him in a heartbeat. Now, do you think he, if you say he goes to WWE for a couple of years, mm-hmm. do you think he built up enough goodwill in the rest of the wrestling world to maybe AEW take a look at him in a year or so? I don't know, because it's always going to get brought up. So, I don't know what type of goodwill you're going to create. He's going to have to do a lot of, I don't know, charity work or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But... And it sucks me because he's a great character. He's a good... I, he's a good I've always said he fits that WWE... Right. ...motif. You know? Put him in NXT, get him to the Raw. He'll be great up there with just his keep, character. Just, I mean, I mean now, now we'll go pure wrestling. Just keep him in NXT. <laughs> You know, because for some reason everybody over uh, you know, rises to the to the right level in NXT. When they once they go to Raw SmackDown, their their career is pretty much they DOA when they hit Raw SmackDown. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I can't think of the last guy that graduated in the last couple of years from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. I did good. I can't think of anybody. Look, yeah. the last couple of years. I'm no, not talking I, I, like I'm not talking ancient. I'm not talking. I'm not talking the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's of the world. No, the Shinsuke's of the world. I'm talking about guys that I've gotten called up recently. Yeah, no, I, I can't think, think of anyone. Yeah. Um, Otis. <laughs> he had that brief moment. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, really, that's all. I'm it. talking about like legit became a star on Raw SmackDown. Uh, 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 exactly. Akira No, <laughs> he's a ninja now. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> cra- so what cracks me up is Bianca Belair. I mean, I'm not saying she's like super successful, but, they're pushed, but she's still... They're building her up slowly, which is good. Yeah. They're building her up the right way. So, but I think there's She's still, it. Bianca Belair. I can't think of any other. It's hard. Yeah, I can't think of much either, but... So, Street Profits. All right. I'll give them the Street, Pro- street Profits. See, we see It's few and far between. You got to really think hard about it. Right. Meanwhile, you got guys that go back to NXT. Mm-hmm. Look at Finn Balor. The match we're going to talk about in the main event against Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. That was that me. I said that Finn's best match since he came back was was his match, his first match last year. This match is right up there with that for me. This is the best Finn. This is the best stretch Finn has had since his original NXT run. Yeah. Let's face it, his WWE run, his Raw, Raw SmackDown run were garbage. Yeah. Now forget the fact that he got hurt. Even well, before, that, even before, that even affects be- it, don't it? Like, right, but even before, they, he got, even before he got hurt, though, no, he was doing good, but he wasn't great. No, dude, they had plans for him, and that's what happens. They had huge plans. He, the dude, they made him the champion. They made him the first universal champion. They had plans for him, right? Yeah. But as soon as he gets hurt and comes back, done with the push. I mean, see, it happened with Ali. I said, I hate you know? that. I don't even hate about WWE. Like, you have plans for somebody. Mm-hmm. You have these great grand plans. The guy gets hurt. Okay, we're done with the plans now. Yeah. He got hurt. I mean, shit happens. He got hurt. We adjust your plans, yeah. But yeah, but then you, then you wait till he comes back and you start pushing him again. Once Finn came back, his push was gone. Yeah. But then you get guys that got called up from, from NXT. I hate using the word called up. They got moved over to Raw SmackDown. They get paid more. So. Right, but, yeah, but, <laughs> it's a call up, dude. But, but look at Rick, Ricochet. Nothing. I understand. Alistair Black, they're just keeping home. They're, they're, they're pulling a pock on him. Yeah. They're, I think this, I feel like they're going to let him stay home and, and just play out, stay out of his contract. Probably. And he didn't do anything wrong. He did whatever they told him to do. They weren't really using him before then anyway. I want to see one of these guys try to sue WWE to get out of the contract early. 
most of my pockets sat for yeah. two years. I want to see somebody say, Yo, you're going to send me home for two years? I'm going to sue you for it. <laughs> I'm not going to get money out of you. I don't want money from you. I just want to release my contract. I mean, the thing is, WWE has more money to put into a, a lawsuit yeah, than a wrestler does. I, I get that fight yeah. if they're trying to win money, but if all they're trying to win is their freedom. They still, you know, WWE has more money to put into a lawsuit because WWE doesn't want them to go out anywhere, you know? Right. So they want them to sit home. Don't do anything. That's the idea. So if WWE wants to keep them, They'll put a lawyer, a high expensive lawyer on the case and like, fuck, fuck, fuck it. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, fuck them over. It's fucking I mean, I gotta assume that, that would be the, that's how I would book them. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit, get a lawyer. <laughs> um, But yeah, so yeah, if he's not going to, I don't, AEW, I don't see, granted he has friends there, but I, I, I don't see AEW, I don't think Tony Khan making that choice. Um, um, maybe, no way might be a decent fit and it'd be, it'd be an under-the-radar thing, Impact. It'd be an under-the-radar signing for them. It'd be a good place for him to, you know, to, to stay under the radar while still working here. Yeah. And, and Impact does have a relationship with AEW, so if nothing else, AEW can get a feel for him there. You know, maybe, you know, see how he's... Perceived. How he's perceived and what he's doing to right the ship for himself. Um, if they wanted to. I don't think so. I think for him, his best choice, if WWE wants him, is WWE. Right. Money. It's just money right there. Um, now, does he go to NXT? Does he go straight to Raw SmackDown? I, I think it'll be at NXT for like a year. Kind of like a fuck you to the AEW guys. Yeah. And then they'll send him um, to Raw SmackDown. Um, which is what I think is happening with Pat McAfee. I think that's why they take him off TV. They're like, this guy's fucking good. Get him off. And then get them off for a few months and they're going to put them right... I think they're going to put them right to the main roster. Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But I think that's the situation. I think that's why they're doing it. To, to be a tangent. I hate um, to say it, man. We've said on this show more than once. Vince needs to go. This is ridiculous. There's a problem and he is, he's the problem. Yeah. He's out of touch. Hmm. Like Vince did... Oof. What Vince did for wrestling back in the 80s and the early 90s was great. Yeah. He brought wrestling back. Wrestling is where it is today because of him. Yeah. You can't, can't deny that. The problem is he still thinks like that. Yeah, and listen, he still has it. You know, look at Drew McIntyre. That, he, they made a star out of him. You know? Right. Granted, he's not like the biggest star. He's not a rock or a Hogan or anything like that. But they put a train behind a guy and they made him into a pushed commodity a pushed face right. of the company and he is he's the top of that company right right uh, it's him and Roman like if you think of the two comp- the right. two, it's him and Roman like it's those are the top and they Vince that was Vince and Seth Rollins was sitting there and I took that personally yeah because <laughs> Seth Rollins should be should be one of the top guys in that company yeah and granted um, he stay, he's home because of Becky Lynch but even when he was here, he wasn't the top guy. He was involved in a feud with Rey Mysterio and Buddy Murphy. Yeah, but they gave him a lot of stuff. They do. did. And I guess. he just they he would waffle with it. It was good wrestling for sure, but it was just I don't know. Um, but yeah. So back to Marty Scroll, Young of Honor. I think it's if it's here in America, it's gonna be WWE. Otherwise, he just, he just stays in the states. His his the the mother whatever the fuck it's called the the, the UK right. Um, 
Other news is uh, you can take point on this on Nick Jackson. Yeah, Nick Jackson came out recently. I posted on a group page that back in September he had COVID. Yeah, and he said it was for he was bedridden for like three weeks, and yeah. he had hives all over his body that were related to COVID. He said he was not himself for two months. It took him two months. He had no smell or taste for two months. Yeah, he got hit pretty hard. Even after he said, even after he came back, he was cleared. His cardio wasn't there. So most of, if you watch those early matches in October, Matt Jackson, Matt Jackson did all the work. Because yeah. he wasn't... I mean, he's back now. Back then, he wasn't back. And so, again, wear your damn mask. Mm-hmm. Just wear your fucking mask. It's not that hard. It's not that complicated. It's really not, it's really not that complicated. Um, Staying on AEW, one of the complaints, stuff that we've been hearing about the, about the show at Daly's Place, it's very cold at night. Yeah, I get, uh, apparently it's 40 to 50 degrees. That's too cold. Yeah. So if they, you watch the show, the, the cool thing about it, I'll say, is because they're running, they're sweating, and doing all this shit, you see this fucking steam coming off them sometimes. Right, but the problem with that is that's how you get sick. I know, but I'm just saying, it, it looks fucking awesome. Look, They look like fucking gods, just fucking steam coming off them. So what they're doing is they're moving to Miami. Yeah. I don't know for how long, probably to like March. Do we know where in Miami? Like no. what? facility I don't but they are moving probably next week probably in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. they have to go where it's warm yeah yeah I mean, it's the right thing to do yeah uh, agreed now before we go on to we're gonna talk I guess we're gonna talk about what wrestling can do yeah. I presented an idea okay anything else first no, no you go I presented an idea to you called out of the box I didn't get anything for you. Okay. But now, I'll to you, I think. what this idea, what this is, is what every week we're gonna come up with one idea. It's called a fantasy book. But it's nothing. We're not gonna say anything stupid. Oh, like AW WWE should work on having a match again. No, I'm, I'm into more, nothing crazy. Something that could happen. Okay. Like something like you know what, this could work. I could see it, and and, and if if everybody talked about it, you know, if right people talk to each other, it could happen. Okay. So are you ready for? Impact AEW should host Impact's tapings. Think about it. AEW could work with Impact to sell tickets. They let Impact keep all the profits. Impact makes money. Mm-hmm. Impact performs in front of a crowd. We see how good Impact really is. They perform in front of a crowd. And you have more opportunities to cross talent over. You could run more storylines with AEW invading Impact than Impact invading AEW. Mm-hmm. So you got everybody in the same building. What you do is on Wednesdays you tape for two hours before Impact, before AEW. Two hours you get two shows out of that. Because AEW has a lot of that. Impact has a lot of that background stuff. Yeah. And even maybe the, the next Thursday you could tape another two hours. You could tape four weeks worth of Impact right there. What do you think? It's not. I mean, it doesn't feel like out of the box though. It feels like it's just like, like a smart thing to do. Right, but you it's know? out of the box because nobody. Because I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Though my only problem with that is that right now, Impact is still Impact. Yeah. So I think they gotta get better at doing their product. Right, but what I'm saying is they can still do their product. They just do it. That's what I'm saying. They gotta do better at their product. Like I think their show needs to be shifted. Yeah. What do you mean? Like it, it's not a good show. 
it's you know it's I, I've said this before like Raw is Raw NXT is Raw without the budget Impact is NXT with a budget without I don't know anyway I lost my point but you really did yeah but I just kind of feel like it's it's Raw without the budget as well you know you know we're, we're, like uh, we said it before like they don't they're not an expert at anything you know what I'm saying they keep right. trying to do all these different things but they don't focus on one thing uh, I think they need to get better at that maybe you know with the AEW hosting their shows and stuff like that they can do better at that that's what I'm saying yeah. I think they work with what they have yeah. I think because they don't have a crowd they you know, they don't have that crowd to feed off of I mean back when this whole thing first started when pandemic first hit when wrestling was all empty arena Impact did it the best because they, they, their camera angle, it just looked really good. Now that wrestling's starting to let crowds back in, hmm. Impact looks really weird to watch now. Like the empty arena stuff just feels weird now. Yeah. They need people back in there. Yeah. I think that show can also use, I mean, not to step away from your, your, your idea. No, no. But I think their, their show can use that MLW thing where they have that crowd hiss in the background. Right, I agree with that. I agree with that. Impact doesn't have that at all. I'm watching, I'm like, the the commentators don't comment enough to hide that, you know? Right. So... Like, if you watch Genesis, which we'll talk about, yeah. a lot of times, Josh Matthews and Madison Rain were very quiet when they were talking, yeah. and you need to be over the top for that. Yeah. You know, especially with the empty arena, stuff like that. I agree with that. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I, I, think, I think it would do impact a lot of good to be working... Like filming in front of a crowd again. They still run their show, but in front of a crowd. And maybe that'll maybe the change of having in front of people. Maybe that that'll reinvigorate the creative process. I feel like they're stuck in a rut right now. Yes and no. I mean, it's it's what they usually do. It's it's a lot of their their weird booking ideas. The the weird. Not that this would fold into AW or anything like that. But you know, like they got the undead realm shit. They got the Russell House type. Yeah, hey, I like Russell House. I'm just saying, like all that as in one show, and then you got some real wrestling stuff here, and then you got some, you know, brawling stuff over here, and then you got it's just all like a hodgepodge of stuff, right? But none of it's like great, you know. That's my only problem with it. Uh, so maybe this would help, you know. You know, maybe they'll change the process a little bit. Right. Not do some of that. Cause they started doing stuff, all this you know? weird stuff after when they started going into the arena. I think they were trying to take they were trying to take up time. No, this is, that's uh, it's always been their show. I'm, I'm sure they've thought of other stuff to hide the COVID. You know, not to hide, but to like you said, take up time away from the. I think Wrestle House. Was, I think Wrestle House was one of those. Yeah, but I I wouldn't put it put it beyond them for them to do something like that if COVID wasn't a thing. You know, because they do stuff like this. They do undead realm stuff, where they go to an undead realm and fight. You know, um, and, and they they kill people, and you know, it's weird. Um, but yeah, no, I think the idea is good. I think it would be helpful for both. Well, mostly for Impact, um, and get and make them seem more of a serious thing, right? To be in a. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? To have a conversation with AEW. Right. You know, than they are now, really. Yeah. 
Because while I think it's great what they're doing now, the whole storyline, all that shit, and whatever they're doing, the forbidden door is opening up. It's just, it's still just impact, you know? Yeah. It wasn't the forbidden door everyone wanted to be open, you know? Everyone wanted New Japan. Right. And then they gave us impact. It's kind of a consolation prize, yeah. you know? But, um, but it's still, I think it's, it's still exciting. I like it. And it got more exciting this week. But, yeah, I like the idea. I'm going to try to come up for something next week. Cool. Uh, I got an idea for you. Yeah. Real quick. Off the cuff. This is right now. Do a prediction. 2021. All right. Who's, let's do some predictions. Who's going to be your NXT champion by the end of 2021? Uh, if and they have the same people, of course. So, so not, no new signings. No, it's based including on new signing. Whoever is there now. Yeah. Uh, if they sign today, that's in your prediction. Go ahead. Put um, it hmm. Hmm. I would say Karen Cross. You think it would be champion by the end of 2021? Yeah. I, I would love... No. I'm going to change that. Pete Dunne. He'll be your champion by the end of 2021. Yeah. All right. Uh, Who's going to be AEW champion by the end of 2021? End of 2021? The end of 2021, I say is going to still be Kenny Omega. All right. I'm gonna say he's gonna carry it to then, if you know, barring injuries and stuff. But that's the prediction. If he, even if he gets injured, I'm wrong. Right, right. Uh, all right. Who's gonna be your your women's champion? Um, by the end of 2021. That's a trickier one. Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, that's a good one. I say it's hard because usually, like with the women, they'll take them up, they'll pull them off. And put them in the, the main rosters. Well, who for eight now? I'll ask you for AEW. Who's going to be your one champion at the end of 2021? By the end of the year. So, your promotion to AEW, I'll ask you for AEW. For AEW, by the end of 2021, it's going to be. I'm going to go out of the box. I'm going to say the world's going to open back up. And Riho's going to come back. She's going to reclaim her prize and go through the end. With All right. Now with the title the, where it belongs. Now who's gonna be your tag champion by the end of twenty twenty one? End of twenty twenty one, the tag champions are going to be SCU. Really? I'm going with that. Interesting. Let's see. I say they're gonna build up to that. We'll get into that later. But I think they're gonna build up to that, and then they'll get the title shot, and then they'll win, and then they'll get a few wins after that. And then they'll go through the year. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Who going to be my tag champ by the 2021? Hmm. Uh, see, that's tough. I have one idea. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think of Gargano and Austin Derry. But I could see Adam Cole and Roger Strong having it. I have a prediction for you. Good. Because they're new signees. So you, you probably weren't thinking of them. But the Rascals. I see the Rascals on Raw SmackDown by the end of the year. Uh, you think they'll take those little guys? Um, I don't know. That's actually a pretty good question. Alright, we'll, we'll put that on the shelf. We're going to revisit this in six months. Predictions, predictions, predictions. I I thought because I I listened to a lot of wrestling podcasts and a lot of them were doing this like predictions for twenty twenty one. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, I was like, yeah, let's okay, put out there. Let's I got another one there. for you. Go ahead. Who's the one AEW surprise signing you think is going to happen? Surprise. Like the Besides one guy, my, the my one guy. Old, uh, old Man's Warner? Hilarious. <laughs> All right, let me, let me rephrase that. Who's the one guy you think is going to jump ship from WWE atmosphere to AEW? Like the one guy that you're gonna, that's going to move over from. Uh, Adam Cole. Baby. You think so? Yeah, I think it'll be easy. There's a lot of friends there. I think he's an easy choice, really. I don't think that's so out of the box. When's his contract up? Do you know? No, I have no idea. All right, now, who do you think... I'll ask you both questions. The one guy's going to go from AEW and end up back in NXT by the end of the year. NXT. Um, from AEW? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Puck. No, I'm joking. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think anyone. I can't mind to say not anyone. That is something I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that one guy to to go to WWE. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely the shift to balance power. Yeah. Like yeah. someone who was in AEW and decides to go. Not someone who was being looked at like um, Ben Carter. Right. You know, and then he decides to join WWE instead. Like the one guy that leaves AEW and his contract up to go to WWE. Yeah. See, that's hard. That is kind of hard, though. Yeah. It's hard mostly because they have a good locker room. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Who would it be? Ty Dillinger? No, he won't go back. <laughs> Wardlow? That's possible. Yeah, those young. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of those young guys. Uh, See, I'm thinking more of the young guys. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> thinking. Yeah, I doubt MJF. MJF guys. I think they they must have signed him to like a five year contract. Um, and they're really serious about him. So. Warlow, that's a good choice. That is a good choice. I mean, I don't know what his contract is. But, yeah, if anyone, yeah, he fits the bill. Pillman. Pillman fits the bill. Yeah. Um, Griff Garrison, maybe. Oh, possibly Griff, yeah. I, what about Will Hobbs? Oh, Powerhouse Hobbs. I don't know who Will Hobbs is. <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs, yeah, possibly, yeah. See, I always think when, when I think of guys that would go from AEW, like you said, I always think of the young guys. Yeah. I don't think of the veteran guys. Yeah. Like I can see somebody like SCU, maybe, you know, when they when you know maybe they, they you know they wanted to take they want to have one shot at it before they retire. Yeah, and they want to go there for a year just to do it. You know, it's bucket listed. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, and I I, mean, I can see like a veteran team, like SCU going in this to bucket list it, get it off the scratch of the bucket list. It's possible, but I do think what they're doing with SCU right now is this is. Is Christopher Daniels like goodbye? Yeah, I right agree now. with that. I mean, I think he's gonna be around AW or wrestling as like a he's a talent scout for them. Yeah, and talent relations, excuse me, guy for them. Um, so he does a lot of background stuff. So what about Kaz and um Sky? Who? Oh, Scorpio. Maybe they, you know what? You know, Daniels finds walks away. You know what? Sky gonna... for sure. I can see Sky. Just the problem with Scorpio Sky is we think he's young. He's almost forty. Yeah. You know, him and Daniel, him and um, Kazma, you know what? We're going to go there for you. We, yeah. we want to go there. We want to experience it. Yeah, possibly, yeah. I can see that. So, did you think about your woman's champion? Um, I did. I said Shasta Blackhawk. I said, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's a good guess, though. Like, I, thought, yeah. I can see it happening, too, because she has, like, 
She has it factor, you know? Now, who will be your TNT champion right in the year? Oh, I forgot we have one of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I say it's going to be my good old buddy, Mance Warner. And you know what? He's not officially signed. Don't even not say him. No, you can't say him. You don't yeah. know if he's going to go there. Yeah. Though, he might swoop in the last second. You know what? We're yeah. more. I'm sure he has offers, too. Um, who's going to be my TNT champion? You know what? Ricky Starks. That's a good choice, actually. Ricky Starks. That's actually a pretty good choice. Mm-hmm. Now, for the North American Championship, who's going to be my North American? I'm going to go out of the box. Cameron Grimes! <laughs> I, I actually believe it. <laughs> the sad part about Cameron... No. Either Cameron Grimes or Dexter Loomis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe Grimes more, but, but either you know what? one, I can see. If Cameron Grimes was, the, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate the idea. He's talented as hell. He's annoying, but he's talented. That's the problem. You know, I will get into it later. Um, all right, so uh, so so we did the we did the news, we did this little bit, we did your bit. Uh, all right, lot. See, new year, new things. New year, new us. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's do some show. Let's do some wrestling reviews. Alright. I'm gonna talk about Wrestle Kingdoms night one and two forced. Uh, let me tell you. Great start to the year. Um once I get these things up, I'm just trying to kill time. Alright. <laughs> I'm not I mean I you know the first day I think I talked about it already. They had the Rambo, um where it's basically their Royal Rumble. Right. Um, and, but this year they did it differently where it would go up to the last four contestants in the ring will go to the next night to fight for the King of Pro Wrestling trophy right, right, right. the provisional trophy so apparently it's provisional so there's no history to it you understand? right like it, there's no like like uh, spoilers Toriano won it again Right. There's no, like, he's held the King of Pro Wrestling title for two years or anything like that. He's held the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 title for this long. Because at the end of the year, it just goes it turn, it goes to the competition. you got to do another competition for it. So it's just provisional. It's not my thing. The Rambo thing is fun. It's always fun. Um, not a lot of surprises in this one. You know, i, I got to assume COVID had a um, say in that. But your tiger mask was there and all that stuff. It ends with Bushi, uh, Fale, and Chase Owens. And I forgot who the last guy who was in the ring at the time. Fale, is that that big guy who's been impact? Bad luck, Fale. The, oh, bad luck, Fale. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking, okay. Oh, you're thinking, you're thinking about Fale Ba. Yes. And he's still in impact. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he was doing like a comedy bit with... Um, for everyone, basically, where he he had this money that he stole from Hernandez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, I'm watching Impact. I'm watching the pay per views. Anyway, all right. But um, so yeah, so I forgot who the third guy, fourth guy was, but there still was one person to come out. And of course, it's it's Toriano, the last year's winner, and he comes out and he's walking to the ring. The the fifth guy that was in the ring gets knocked out before Toriano even gets to the ring. So Toriano is officially the fourth guy. I didn't say that. I think my last name. Not Tor- <laughs> so Tori, he essentially wins without even having to get into the ring. Because when he comes out, there were five guys left. 
they knock out the fifth guy. So the last four were the the, ring, the winners. So he, before he even he had his entrance, and before he got to the ring, he wins, which apparently was like an idea that pet people were saying about that they should do at Royal Rumble at, at some point. Like right. the last guy should come out while the other two knock their thumbs out, and then the last guy wins without even trying. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, if, they, if they don't have Orange Cassidy win a paper, win a battle, that's how you should do yeah. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't even have to try. <laughs> you didn't have to try. Um, so, it's that. It's gimmicky stuff. It's not my thing. But I, I thought it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, moving on from that, they had... Uh, was that right after? They it was, it was short. It was like three to four hours each show, um, which is short for them. You, you get like a five-hour show and shit like that. Uh, but after this, we had the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship title challenge, which was Hiromo Takahashi versus El Phantasmo. Uh, both were winners of the Super J Cup and uh, the oh, I forgot the other name. the Super J Cup and the Best of Super Juniors. Um, so those two went against each other, and and the winner of this match will go to the next night to win to challenge for the the Junior Heavyweight title. This was another great one. Uh, I love Hiromo Takahashi. El Phantasmo is great. He's like a... He's like... Um, I think one of the commentators said this. But he's like uh, X-Pac. But with more talent. Not that X-Pac wasn't talented. But I feel like Phantasmo is like leaps and bounds of anything X-Pac was. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and this match was great. Hiromo wins it for... And a half smarks. This was a great match. Uh, pot, you know, in conversation for a match of the year. Definitely go out and watch it. Uh, after this, we have the IWGP Tag Team Championships match with the Gorillas of Destiny versus the Dangerous Techers. Dangerous Techers being Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, this was okay. I mean, it was played off like a tornado tag match. There was no real countouts or anything like that, which is, you know, it happens a lot with these two tag teams. Um, this was okay. I liked it. I wouldn't like, it wasn't garbage at all. It was a good match, really. But it was a lot of the Bullet Club shenanigans and shit like that happening, um, which happens with every Bullet Club match, pretty much. Um, but Gorillas of Destiny win it for the seventh time. They are the, and I think I called that. Yeah. Um, they are the most decorated um, tag team of IWGP in history winning it for the seventh time definitely um, next we had the IWGP United States Championship Challenge for the rights uh, which was Kenta versus uh, Santoshi Kojima again another great match for Snarks Kenta was great Kenta wins this uh, before this started um, this was spoiled for me, but before this started, Moxley had a video package, and he's in what looks like the New Japan Strong Ring, and he's, he's just he doesn't want another one of his great promos. He has the United States belt over his shoulder, and he's talking about you know basically saying whoever comes out of New Japan um, Wrestle Kingdom, I'm waiting for you. So it looks like we're gonna get that match here in the states. I mean that'd be a good way to you know if if he if Moxley's not gonna go back to Japan for a while yeah be a good way to get the title off of him yeah, or or keep it on him yeah 
just have them have this match and then build up to it or just keep building up to it. It's been a while. So fuck it. You know? Um, but it, the thing is, his contract with AEW didn't allow him to do New Japan matches here. Right. Uh, in, the, in the United States. If he wanted to wrestle for New Japan, he had to go he to had to go do Yeah. Um, and he has his contract with New Japan. So it looks like, you know, he probably got permission. He probably had to go to Tony Khan. Tony Khan had to let you know, let it happen, or you know, they had to discuss it. You know, um, so I'm assuming it's going to happen sometime in either our New Japan Strong or they'll do like a New Japan Strong pay per view type of situation, which would be kind of cool. Didn't they make an announcement? They haven't announced when, but that, that New Japan got a U.S. deal for TV. Yeah, we don't know what type of deal is going to be, but it's a U.S. and U.K. supposedly. Right. Um. But we're not sure what it's going to be yet. Of course, it's probably going to be on a station either one of us get. Probably, yeah, probably. Um, but there's always ways. There's always ways. Yeah. Right, next, we got Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the great Okan. Uh, this is okay. Uh, Tanahashi won it, which was surprising for me. Because uh, I thought they were going to build up this guy. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just okay. Uh, three stars. Three snarks, whatever. Next up, we have Kitsuchika Okada defeating Will Ospreay. And goddamn, what a fucking match this was. This was beautiful. Even with a no crowd. Oh, they had a crowd. Uh, but the, the, that, the clapping crowd and shit like that. Right. They made the crowd fucking gasp and like almost cheer because it was so fucking awesome. You know? Even when they're not supposed to. And throughout the night, they were following the rules. You know, clapping and stuff like that. At one point, he does the Rainmaker, which he's been not doing for a long time. And the crowd goes crazy. They're like, oh! <laughs> uh, they get back into their their clapping shit after that. But yeah, but this was fucking awesome. Four and three-fourth snarks. Right. Um, after that, I think we go right into the main event. Yeah, the main event, which was uh, the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Double Championship which is on Tetsuo Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi wins this. He becomes um, the double champion. And I called that too, I remember correctly. Yeah, we, we both did. I went with Naito at first, but then I changed my mind on that same show, um, saying Kota Ibushi was going to win this. We went different ways at the end, on right. the next night. Um, and I love this. this. This match was beautiful. This was fast, high-paced. Um... And it told the fucking story. And, it, and that's why I changed my mind when I, we were doing the predictions. Because it's it's the story of him losing his opportunity. Because he, he won the G1. And now he has to fight his way all the way back up. And he wants his idea is he wants to become God. So now he has to defeat the devils to become the God. So it, it just, just kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, this was another great match. Another four and three quarters. It was awesome. A lot of... So at the beginning of the year, there's like already like six matches in, as like match of the year contender. Uh, but this is another beautiful one. Loved it. Go watch it. Go out of your way to watch the whole show, really. But it was all, it was all awesome. Night two. I'm going to try to shotgun through this. Uh, we have the, the King of Pro Wrestling uh, Provisional 2021 Trophy, uh, which is uh, Toriano, Bushi, Balak Fale, and Chase Owens. Um, Toriano wins it. Thank you. I forgot how he won it, but uh, hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was fun. It's fun. 
Oh, that's right. He he low blowed two of the Fale and Chase Owens, and then got the pin on Bushi after one of I think Fale got his finisher on Bushi. So Toriano stole the finish basically. Um, next up we got the never open weight championship: Shingo Takagi versus um, Jeff Cobb. Holy shit! I skipped one tonight. I don't know. Yeah, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Championship, uh, which is Suzuki Goon, El Desperado, and uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru uh, defeating um, um, Ryusuke uh, Taguchi and Master Wado, and um, Des- uh, Suzuki Goon wins. It was a good. It was good. I liked it. Uh, three snarks. The, then we have the Never Openweight Championship, which is Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb. This match it was like a five. This is a five snacks. Definitely go watch this. It's a fucking hoss fight, but it's super fast. If you know Jeff Cobb, the guy does big things. Yeah. You know? And then you got Shingo Takagi. This is this is a five snacks. This is fucking awesome. Go watch it. That that's the review. Go fucking watch it. Um and this is the best I've ever seen Jeff Cobb. Ever. Um then you had Sonata defeating Evo. This wasn't bad. It was just good. It was kinda just there. But it was good. Definitely go watch it. Uh, three and a half. Then you have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship ti- um, title. Uh, Horomo Takahashi versus Taiji Shimuri. It's another great one. Four, four and a half. Uh, go, go watch it. These guys kill each other in the ring. It's fucking. Some of it's like fucking disgusting what they do in there, but it's just fucking beautiful at the same time. Go watch it. Um, Horomo Takahashi wins it as he should because he's fucking awesome. Then you have the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, Kota Bushi, coming in the champion versus the devil, Jay White. Now, this match was sneaky good. Sneaky four and three quarters. Sorry. Another match of the year contender. Uh, it's slow, and but it doesn't feel slow. It's so well paced. Like, it starts off slow, and then it just builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up. And I didn't realize how long it was. It's like 15 minutes or something like that. And according to the, the according to the Wrestle Kingdom, it's the longest Wrestle Kingdom main event they've ever had, beating Kenny Omega and Okada. Um, I forgot about that. But uh, who was he calling out here? I think it was talking to Triple H because he wanted a match. I think he was calling out Triple H. I think he had. Didn't he have a match with Triple H at that WrestleMania? I think so. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about Seth Rollins at TakeOver. Yeah. Came out, the, 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 the um, 12 Trash Triple H trying to call him out. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Um, But yeah, but this was another beautiful match. And um, Shingo, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kota Bushi wins it. And uh, five, what did I say, four and three quarter snarks. Definitely going to watch it. Fucking awesome match. Um. You, you want me? Uh, you want to want to do Genesis now, and then yeah. I'll, and then I'll do New Year Dash. Um, no, do New Year's Dash. Get it, okay. get it all done. Yeah, get it out of the way. Real quick, uh, New Year's Dash wasn't as exciting as it's always been. Like usually, there's some big angle that happens in New Year's Dash. That didn't really happen here. Um, but but they did give us some good matches. You had uh, Yuji Nagata defeating Gabriel Kidd. Or get, uh, that was a good match. Minoru Suzuki and uh, Doku defeating Tiger Mask and Yura, uh, Yumara. That was okay. That was whatever. Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb. Uh, this one was interesting. Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb, and the Great Okan 
which is the the Empire, defeat uh, Kojima, Hiroshi Tenzan, and um, Yoda Suzuki. And uh, what was interesting here was the Will Ospreay wins this, his team. I mean, he does a promo, and they beat the shit out of everyone in the ring after the you know after they win the match, and supposedly hospitalizing Tenzan and shit like that. They take him out on a stretcher. But the thing is, they did a promo, and he he they now call the group the United or the Unified Kingdom. Right. Um, I'm wondering. If WWE made some sneaky deal with New Japan, right? Because there was a lot. It felt like a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge stuff to WWE when he when Will Ospreay was doing his promo because he's like, "We're here to take over," and then we're the unified empire. And he doesn't do the he doesn't do the the, the UE or anything like that, but he does the E, you know, right. like that. His own version, like that. So I'm only like. Is this some white... Or the dentist taking shots at WWE. Possibly. But it felt like there was like... I was like, ooh. Because that would be... That would be big for NXT. They have a deal with the, uh, you know New Japan and shit like that. Shit. Um, you know, like... But anyway. That, I thought that was very interesting. Um, they look good. And I, I didn't say who won. Okada won his match against Will Ospreay. Um... Which was surprising. I thought he would go over, but that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, Will Ospreay, Tama Tanga, Tanga Loa, El Fantasma, Taiji Ijimori, defeat Zack Sabre Jr., Taiji, El Desperado, Yoshinawa, Kanari, whatever. It was okay match. Okada, Ishii, Hiroku, Goto, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Toriyano, defeat Jade White, Evil, the Bullet Club. Um, with Jay White taking a pin from um, Ishii. Uh, the thing that's interesting here was, I think it was after Wrestle Kingdom, he did a promo talking right. about like he didn't want to be there anymore. You know? It sounded like he was quitting. I think it's a work. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And he took another L here um, to Ishii. So... That's interesting. I mean, if it is a work, they did a damn good job of it because usually the guy leaving takes pinfall, right? Like usually, like we'll get to the main when we get to my, to my, the main event, the guy that the person who's leaving mm-hmm. usually when he gets pinned to put over the guy that pinned him. Yeah. So may I mean I read I read a couple of stories about this. One story I read that's not a work. The WWE is very interested. I was read another story. That he signed the fight. He had told. The young bucks that he had signed the five year deal with New Japan like last year. Yeah, that, so there's that two was different stories out there. Yeah, um, that was the interesting thing. There was that. How long is his deal with New Japan? And if it is years long, um, you can renegotiate that. But right. But yeah, but I, I I think it's a work. I think it's just him playing people. Like he's he's. He's, that dude is like on the level of Kenny Omega. And he said he doesn't want to go to WWE. I think he said last year or so. Well, again. Everybody says that. Exactly. Yeah, everyone says that. Everyone does shit. Like, again, I think he's working on the level of Kenny Omega. You know? Wrestlers are always working. You know? They're always trying to work you. Kenny Omega, one year, I always bring this up, where he brought up saying that he's going to take a 30-day break. Yeah, I don't know. He just said that. And he lets everyone else do the homework. And everyone's like, 30 days. That ends on Royal Rumble. 
he's going to Royal Rumble. And everyone in their every, and their mamas knew that Kenny Omega was going to be at the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble happens. He never shows up. Yeah. Uh, and then and then I think the next day after Royal Rumble, they announced like he he resigned weeks ago before he even did that promo and shit like that. Yeah. With uh, New Japan at the time. Um. So yeah, wrestlers always work, and I think I think the JY thing is just another work. Um. Yeah, so yeah, so that was a good match. Uh, Tetsu Naito, Sanada, Shingo, Horomu Takahashi, Bushi defeat Koto Bushi, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Sho, Rocky, and Romero and Masawa. Yeah, and they're also setting up. This set up a lot of matches too. Um, Sanada is challenging for the double titles. Um, Bushi challenged someone. I think Masawa, and then uh, I think the junior tag titles were challenged here as well. Um, and uh, Tanahashi challenged at one point for the, the never open weight. So, it was good stuff all around. Um, New Year's Dash is definitely worth watching. It's not <laughs> nowhere near as great as Wrestle Kingdom was. I love Wrestle Kingdom. That was a great fucking match. Uh, show. Both nights. Um, but yeah, let's get into uh, Impact Genesis. Yes, this was their free preview. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's basically an extended episode of Impact. And it's basically leading to next week's... I mean, it's it's like their takeovers. <laughs> right. You know. The it's ones like, you don't have to pay for. Right. Now watch on a network on a Sunday night. Yeah. Next week is hard to kill. It's basically, the pre- it's just, this is the... Almost like a go-home show for, for... One of the go-home shows are hard to kill. Yeah. I think this week's impact is like a highlight show. I don't think it's a live show this week. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an actual episode this week. No, this week they should be back to normal. They did like... I don't think they... I think next week. No way! It would I be read like some, four I, weeks of highlight shows. Are you kidding me? But when they were talking about the show this week, it sounded like it was gonna be a highlight show. When they were talking about the commentary, I I, I will see. Otherwise, that's dumb. Well, probably like they, they did like two weeks before the new year of highlight shows. Now you're gonna do like another two weeks for this shit. That's maybe. insane. That's insane. Get to work, people. All right. So anyway. <laughs> So this was Genesis, and they included the Super X Cup tournament. Yeah, which is well, it's basically what the whole thing was, right? Except for the main event. No, no, there was, there was um the, that there was the um Super oh, the X. Women's, yeah, yeah, the women's match in the main yeah. event. Yeah. So the first match in that Ace Austin with Madman Fulton defeated Suicide. I don't know who was under the mask. Because that's a trick. That's one of the gimmicks too. You don't ever know who's under the mask. Yeah, I think it was Crazy Steve, but I'm not sure. So I, uh, he wrestled, but then he, I don't think so. But then they want to make him wrestle twice in the span of like an hour, because all those first those first four matches were back to back to back to back. Yeah. But they haven't wrestled the all, first match and the fourth match. Yeah. If he was. Anyway, so it was a good match. He defeated um, Ace Austin won the opener. Wasn't great. It was good. No, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, Ace Austin is a talent that's been not much say he's been wasted in it in Impact. But he's gonna outgrow impact eventually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That dude's a star. He has he has charisma. Right. And he knows how to do work. So. If impact doesn't get bigger, he's gone. Yeah. Next up in the match, I said like like didn't think I was gonna like it when I, cause I know either one of these guys were. Blake Christian defeated Casey Navarro. Yeah. Yeah, I know both of them. Um, Casey Navarro has been on uh, AW Dark. Blake Christian has been on AEW Dark. Blake Christian, I know, has been on New Japan Strong. Um, wasn't he? Wasn't Blake Christian in the um the, the Super J Cup? You mentioned that. Yes. Yeah, he was there too. 
Um, forgot about that. Uh, yeah, the, the, the dude's talent. Not a great promo, but right. he could get there. But the dude's great. The dude's like a blue chipper talent. Like the, he, I love the, the the main event. I loved. Just saying. Don't next, get out there. Uh, next up, cousin Jake defeated Davari. It was okay. Yeah, it was just okay. A big old hoss type of fight. Yeah. It was right. I, like, I didn't like. It. I did not like it. Uh, Crazy Steve defeated Trey Lamar. I like how I'm all lukewarm now. With my review, like, hey. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I came out of Wrestle Kingdom like, awesome, go watch it. Probably should, smart. You probably should have did this should, first. Because yeah. now I'm on a wall. Yeah, no. Because it wasn't a great, it was an okay show. Yeah. Um, Ace Austin in round two, Ace Austin defeated Cousin Jake. Again, Ace Austin was a star of, this man, a star of the night. Yeah, definitely. Um, Blake Christian defeated Crazy Steve. Yeah. I got high hopes for Blake Christian. I think I, ho- I don't know where he's gonna end up, but he's gonna. He was trained by Kendall and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. So that's that's good for him. They you know he, he was trained by two really good wrestlers. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just the only thing I don't like about Crazy Steve is his. Everyone's scared of his monkey gimmick shit. Yeah. I was like, eh. You know, I, I read an article about him. He's legally blind. Yeah. He can't drive or anything. He's not allowed to drive. Yeah. That's obvious. Like, if you look at him. We got his eye. One of his eyes is wonky. Yeah. Both of them. All right. Next up, we have the first non-Super X Cup match. Jordan Grace defeated Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, this was after their tag. They were in the tag team. Right. They were in the um, knockouts tournament. Yeah, so they had, like, a respectable tag, a respectable fight against each other. It was good. Wasn't great. It was good. No, it was good. I think Jazz still has it in her to do something decent. Right. It's not great or anything. And like she that. put over Jordan Grace, which is the right thing to do. Yeah. Jordan Grace is a you know is a star. Yeah. And then we had the finals of the Super X. He saw us in the feet of Blake Christian. Yeah, I love this match. This yeah. one for me it was my match of the night. I'll agree with you on that. Uh, it was just beautiful work from both of them. I was like, God damn. What ruined it for me was the cro- was the trophy. Oh yeah. You fought like hell. Like, it makes things so important. It comes out with little bullshit trophies. I'm like, come on. Really? Yeah, it should have been like a big X or something. Or, or it should have been a big trophy. Or or a big trophy. Yeah, or a big trophy. Or or a suitcase with an X in it or something. Yeah. Right? Or a cup. Like a, a cup in the shape of an X or something. In the main event, Willie Mack defeated Moose. Now, he defeated is a really strong word to use. This is an I quit match. And the, they gave it their all. This match was all over the place. Yeah. You know, at one point... A lot um, of crazy shit. Yeah. At one point, um, Josh Matthews and Matthew were very quiet. Like, it's almost like... I liked, I liked that they were quiet because it was kind of like they were in shock by what they were seeing. Like, they, like they were, like, stunned by what they were watching. Yeah. So, it, I, even though we talked about we hate the silence when the mouths aren't loud, it kind of worked here, though. Like, because yeah. they were, like, almost like they couldn't believe what they were watching. Yeah, and you're supposed to hear the pain. Right. That they're going through. Because um, it gives them more of that emphasis of the reason why he would say I quit if, right. he, if he was to choose I quit. So or, anyway, the match ends. I mean, it, it like I said, it was all over the place. One of the, I thought one of them were going to die personally. <laughs> so near the end of the match, now the whole reason behind this match was Moose has been saying that he just wants a title shot. Yeah. So near the end of the match, Moose has a chair around Willie Mac's head, like he's going to pound him. Pound his head and um, Rich Swan comes out. He goes, "What? He goes, what do you want?" He goes, "No." He goes, "Goes, dude, it's over. We're done." 
And well, Moose says, I want that title shot. He goes, you want it? He goes, you want the title shot? He goes, you got it. Fine. You got it. Just stop. Moose is like, thank you. I quit. <laughs> Which I know you weren't a fan of. Yeah. I, I liked it. Because almost like he did all that just for one thing. Like, he didn't care about winning this match. I kind of liked it. It, it. it felt... It felt a lot like the Roman Uso I quit match. Yeah. 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 See, I, I, Where the other guy had to come out in order for one of them to say I quit or something like that. I think they went with a twist because the other guy yeah, would be like Roman saying I quit. But yeah, I just, you know, I was like, okay. I liked it. The match was fine. I liked it. Alright. So that's Jensen. Next week is Hard to Kill which we're going to actually review on Sunday because it's Saturday night. Oh yeah. And the big main event next week of course is Good Brothers and Kenny Omega versus Motor City Machine Guns and Rich Swan. Rich Swan. One thing I don't like about Impact that bothers me, once you lose a title there, you automatically get pushed to the back of the line. Like, you're not even in the title picture anymore. Yeah. Like, Rich, Rich Swan is the champion. Where the fuck is Eddie Edwards? I don't know. Where's Eddie I don't mind. Jordan Grace lost the, the Knockouts Championship. Yeah. She's not even involved in the title picture anymore. Yeah, that's my problem, is that they, they don't exist in the title picture anymore. Right. I don't mind them getting pushed back in the line. You know, show them working their way back up. Right, right? but they don't, they're not doing that. But they're not doing that. They're just, they go into weird gimmicks or dumb gimmicks. Like, and it was back to feuding with Sam Callahan. Yeah. And uh, it was like, okay. Yeah, Eddie Edwards should be in that title, but he is the face of that company. Yeah. You know, look, I mean, look, at, look at the talent, look at the roster of Impact. He is the face of the company. Yeah. He should be the face of that company. Yeah. I mean, I liked it on Eric Young. I, I liked the... You know, the heel having that. Right. He, I thought he was good at it. Being that monster type of a heel guy who has like a big guy. Oh, no, the big guy came after. But um, I, I like that they were doing that. Uh, I did like, you know, that switch with Rich Swan won it. And that was a great match. Um, but I just, I was like, it should have stayed on Eric Young. Or, or, no, or it should, yeah, it should have stayed on Eric Young and, and Eddie Edwards should have won it back. But from a long time from now. Yeah. Right. Like, keep it on. Like, you just. I feel like I feel up. like Eric Young was a transitional champion because yeah. they're saving Eric. They're saving Rich Swan and Eddie Edwards down the road. No problem. Yeah. That, that's what I feel. I, I feel like that's why they, they did what they that. did. You can still do that. You, you could do that for the title. Just have him have the title. Have Eddie Edwards work his way up. Yeah. That's the problem. What happened? They no. They took the title of Eddie Edwards, yeah. and they had nothing to do with him after that. If only no will put him back in a few with Sam McCallan because they have a history. Yeah. You need to do more with them. Yeah. So that's Genesis in a nutshell. That's Hennessy, as I call it. Yeah. Latinos. They, uh, they pronounce Genesis Hennessy. Hennessy, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, main event time. Uh, main event time. This is the main event. This is the Wednesday Night Smarks where John and I shoot review both shows against each other. And, uh... This is just our opinions, people. If you don't like what you hear, go fuck yourselves. Now, was last week? Last week was the weird show, right? Because yeah, that, last week we didn't really we, like, we, we talked about it, yeah. but we didn't really talk about it because it was the Brody tribute show. Yeah. So, so how you want to do this? What are we doing? What are we, how are we gonna do this? Oh, we're gonna start this. How we always start with this? We're gonna talk about the 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 ratings. Last week. 
Uh, I don't have the numbers, but last week we had like 990-something thousand. It was, um, I saw the numbers. It was 997, I believe. Um, 977 last week. 977? Okay. Um, I think we came in fourth for the night. Um... I saw it. I I, got, I I didn't I didn't save it. I figured you were gonna do it. Yeah, I I meant to, but I only here got we go. This I got week's. it. I got it. Okay, so let's see. No, I gotta find it now. <laughs> like I have it, but I gotta, I gotta actually. I I gotta do. So I mean the, okay. so last week A W this week A W did six sixty two. What about last week? Last week was one nine seventy seven. Okay, so yeah, so the the main takeaway I got from last week's numbers was that NXT people went to watch that show. That's it. Yeah, I agree with that. We didn't get any big, like, push numbers right. beyond taking away people because of the tribute. Right. Other than that, I don't think we got anyone new, anything mainstream right. from it. Um, um, right, it was so good for them and all, but I just think it was just a lot of people just wanted to watch that show. NXT viewers went over to watch it. But it's weird, though. So last week, NXT, AW977. Yeah. But they, 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 no, no, I, guess, I guess I read the number wrong. Never mind. They did a point four in the 18-49. Yeah, the point four. It's a good number. Yeah, definitely a good number. Um, so this week, this week, AEW did six sixty two. Yeah, with a point two five, and NXT did six forty one with a point one six. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so AEW was in forty eighth for the night, uh, and then. Uh, NXT dropped out of the top fifty to sixty something. Um, one quick quirk about the ratings. So com- they, the, the thing I'm looking at combines the, combines the views for both shows. Mm-hmm. This week combined views were one million three hundred three. Yeah. Last week was fifteen sixty three. The week before that fourteen seventy three, fifteen seventy two, sixteen fifty four. Which brings up what you said. A lot of people didn't watch wrestling this week. They were watching. They were yeah. watching the revolution. The new. The, the they attempted coup. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's what happens because it was the lowest viewing, like like total views. Yeah, everyone went to watch the since news. since early since ever. Probably. Dude, the the top two are news covering the Capitol um, coup, and the, that those top two got ten. Or as I like to call it, loser palooza. Yeah, so those those top two news shows got like over ten million views. Um, watch you know whatever right. the hits. Um. So, so yeah, that's that's basically what happened. Everyone was just watching the news. The top fifty, except for AEW and one other show, I think, were nothing but news. This happened again last time when it was the what was it, the day after election, right? When even AEW was out of the top fifty, right? You know, when the top fifty was nothing but news, you know. So, yeah, this is just a repeat of that pretty much. Um, AEW was lucky enough to hold on to 48th place. Right. Um, but everything above it is just nothing but new. New, new, new. News, 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 news. The top two are the attack on U.S. Capitol with both. One had 10,168,000. The other one had 10,051,000. Then the rest is like Cuomo, Anderson... And then, and then another uh, Capitol News thing with 8 million, topping over 8 million. Another show had 9 million. Everything is just nothing but news. Everyone just stopped and watched news. I am now tired. I have a question. Since you're looking at it, yeah. where did Fox News rank? Fox News usually 
is the only thing I ask that is because they're the only conservative, full on conservative news website. Yeah. On regular cable, on regular TV. Usually like, their stuff is high. Because yeah, because everybody watches that one station. Meanwhile, everybody else splits their time between a bunch of stations. Yeah, but I'm usually where like, they ranked on this. Like uh, the day after the elections, they were like one. They were you know, um, what's that dumbass who always looks surprised? Like the Tucker Carlson. You know, he was like one of the top people here. He always um, had a look on his face, like like he just smelled poop. Yeah, uh, Anderson Cooper, that's CNN, NBC. Trying to find CNN. Okay, Fox. The first Fox thing I see now came in 15th, which is Bill Hamer. And then you have um, the Bayer at 16, another Hamer report uh, at 17, then CNN, CNN, then Hamer again on 21. Tucker Carlson finally comes in at 23. The story is a Fox thing. They're in there. But usually... If they were on top, but now CNN just owned CNN owned the top ten, and then after the top ten, it gets a little bit spread around right, all right. over the place, and then it doesn't nothing. The only unnews thing, non-news thing, starts with AEW basically at forty-eight. All right. From what I can see here. All right. Cool. So now, who wants to start off this week? Uh, you start. Off. All right, by the way, you end right before the Cody match. Thank you. So NXT went right into... First of all, I liked the way the NXT opened up was an empty arena with Dexter Loomis, who was hosting New Year's Evil, looking around. He was hitting a bunch of light buttons that turned, that turned the spotlights on and off. Yeah. And there was a switch to his right. And, like, he's in a dark suit, gray suit. He, all you see is his hand hit the switch. All the lights come on. All of a sudden, he's in a red suit. Yeah, and he teleported. It was people. cool the way they did it. It was stupid. It was cheesy, yeah. but like, it, it looked good. Okay, but like, whatever. I'll right? let you. I'll let you have it. Uh, it was cool. Lo- it was cool looking. <laughs> it's New Year's Evil. It's a celebration. Right. I'm, I'm, I was trying to look at it like that, but I just was like, oh. <laughs> right. So NXT opened up with the Haas match. They went commercial free on this. Damian Priest carrying Cross. Um, this, I thought this match was fan fucking tastic. Oh really? I love this match. I didn't really like that one. Um, this is the best Cameron Cross has looked in NXT. Really? Yes, I think so. Uh, okay. It was very hard hitting, a lot of high impact, and um, Cross wins with an elbow to the back of the head after he does his. I did love that new finisher. The elbow to the back of the head. Yeah. Um, and it was Priest leaving. He's going to Raw. Yeah. Originally, he was supposed to go to. I read somewhere that he was supposed to go to SmackDown to be Kevin Owens' quote unquote best friend to help in his fight with, with Roman Reigns. Yeah. But Kevin's like, that makes no sense. He went to management, that's what I read. He's like, that makes no sense. We have nothing in common. Yeah. And then Roman said the same thing. Goes, they have nothing. It makes no sense. They have nothing in common. I guess Roman has push. Now, Roman has a lot of pull. Yeah. So Roman's like, the idea they're not going to go with it. Yeah. So apparently, Priest is going to head to, head to Raw, which is good. Raw could use star power. Yeah. I'd rather see Cross on Raw. I think Cross could be that guy on Raw. Yeah. Like I think a match with him and Drew would actually be pretty good. What did you rate the match? I went three and three quarters three and three quarters on it. I loved it. I went two and a half. Really? Yeah, I mean it was fine. It wasn't garbage, but I felt like I felt like Cross still felt sensitive here. I think he he's like working he was, his way back. Yeah. I mean, he was out. Okay. But, but he wasn't ready. I thought And I felt like he wasn't ready. I don't think I don't I don't I don't I, I don't agree very he was very tender with his punches, very tender with his moves. Like, 
there was a move where he almost had he, I forgot I think it was um he was getting some type of body slam where his leg went down first like he wasn't taking the bump properly you know it just feels like there's a lot of unsureness you know now that now that he's back you know like he, like those cobwebs are still there you know and it, it just felt like that I this mean, went too long for him he does not do great in long matches and this to me so that's why I think I see I, I think that's why I think Priest carried a lot of this match I think it probably did go a little longer than it should have for somebody like Karrion Cross, but yeah. Priest was able to carry it um like a Priest 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 made this is why I said Cross the best Cross look since he's in NXT because Priest made him look good I guess I just I mean I don't know what Karrion Cross's ceiling is in NXT I think he's better suited for Raw I think he could be great at NXT. Just keep his matches short. See, that's the problem. I don't think... I don't know, though. Like, I ra- honestly, I said it from the beginning. I'd rather see him on Raw or SmackDown. Okay, but I think he'd be great as a... Like a, like a Brock. Like a quick... Like, you know, quick style. I don't, I don't want to see that in NXT, though. I don't want to see that... Be, I think it will be good. Like, you get those quick... You know, quick and done matches. Him just destroying fucking people. I don't want to see that in NXT, you know? though. I really don't. Anyway, so to me, like I said, we, we disagreed on this 100%. To me, this is, I love this match. Yeah. Next up, we have Santos Escobar Grand Metallic for the Cruiserweight belt. I love this. I did too. I'm a four on this. Yeah. On three and three quarters. Yeah. Um, um, had this nice moonsault to the outside of the ring from the standing on the top rope. Yeah. Dude got some height on that shit. Yeah. Um, at one point, he slipped on the top rope. Like he was on at one point, Santos Escobar was on. He was standing on the apron on the outside, and Natalia was supposed to walk. I guess supposed to go to come off the top rope with a move mm-hmm. on, but he slipped. And Santos Escobar, give him all the credit. He he saved him. Yeah. Because I think I think um would have got hurt. Yeah. Like he, it, it just looked ugly. But Santos Escobar, not only did he save him, he turned it into a move. Into a move, yeah. Which is which is, we talked about it. Yeah. He didn't. They they didn't try to repeat it. They, you know, it would be hard to. Well, I'm saying they didn't. They didn't go back to it later, yeah. which is what they could have done. Yeah. They they messed up the move. Santos saved it, and they moved on. And they moved on to the wall. Yeah, and they moved on from yeah. it, which is what they should have done. Yeah, and I, you know, I loved it because it was it was fucking lucha. It was just all lucha match. Here is my problem. Not, my, first, I want to say I want to say I'm sorry. Okay. What? I got a phone call. Hey. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, in case you're wondering about the weird uh, stop pause there, we had a pause for a second so I could take care. No, no we gotta do. We gotta think family of, biz. We gotta think of something like put like like a musical interlude when we do that. We you I, I used to have the NWA music that we used to put there. Right. Uh, you can't but, do it now. Yeah, I gotta find. No, we gotta I can find. Do it now. I can find you gotta you gotta find some copyright music, and we, and we have to do when you have to do that weird break in between thing for whatever reason. Have that music play for like thirty seconds, and then go right back into it. Oh yeah. So anyway, so what we'll, else we'll have to say before we got sidetracked? NXT. The first of all, the match was great. I went four, I went four on. The match was amazing. Yeah. NXT has a cruiserweight problem. What do you mean? They don't. This match, they, they had to bring, they had to bring Grand Metal, they had to bring Lucha, Lucha Dragons, Lucha House Party rather, yeah, into NXT to give Santos Escobar a legit challenger. They haven't built up anybody to challenge for that title. Yeah, yeah. You know that's they, you know they gotta start building up that cruiserweight division better, yeah. like you know legit contenders. Because Santos Escobar is a great champion. Yeah. But they have to build up contenders. I mean, I don't know what Austin Theory's weight class is. 
But I would maybe him. Mm-hmm. He seems too big to even be considered. Yeah, but you know what? You say that thing with Tommaso Champion under two hundred. It was under two hundred five too, and he's big. Yeah, sure. But I'm saying is you gotta you gotta build up more of a division for the cruiserweight. The like Kushida, I'll talk about later, is gonna be involved in the North American title picture. Put him in a cruiserweight division. I'll have him fight for the cruiserweight belt. Yeah, Kushida should definitely be in there. Right, I, the, NXT just has has a cruiserweight problem. Yeah. Like you know how AW has a women's division problem. They don't have any serious women contenders. Yeah. AW's, but that's more because of what happened with pan, you know with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. NXT's problem is self inflicted. They didn't they didn't build up anybody to I be mean, a cruiserweight contender. Also, I would say it's also pandemic wise as well. Remember, it wasn't supposed to be Santo Escobar. They had to do a whole tournament right. put it on him right but I'm saying is but once he once they gave him the belt they should have started building up contenders for it yeah and they didn't do that that's why I'm saying it. I mean the, him putting the belt on him was not self that was because of what happened to the pandemic mm-hmm. but what's happened since then in terms of contenders that's self-inflicted yeah they didn't they haven't built up a a, a good cruiserweight division yeah um, yeah I think now, I'll criticize NXT I'm the, the, the they need to build up the cruiserweight division better. Yeah. Because they, otherwise, they, he's going to be defending the title against randos. Yeah. Or random people at some point. Basically, yeah, basically. You know, maybe, you know... I'm sure the next contender is going to be like Lindsay or something. Right. Which is fine. They'll put on a great match. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is you don't have a real cruiserweight division. You're just bringing people in and get the, the contempt for the title. Yeah. Instead of having Santos feud with people, you know, no legit, legit, you know... A legit contenders. I got a question for you. Okay. Where the fuck is Kurt Stallion? <laughs> that, that, that's, what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Next up, <laughs> Zia Lee is back. The first appearance of the new Zia Lee. Oh, yeah. Uh, she looked right. She looked great. She looked great in the ring. That intro has got to go. Oh, the, oh yeah, with the chair and the lady <laughs> sitting in the chair, and she does the whole the whole karate thing before she goes in the ring. This is oh. a, a repackaging of her. Um, I mean, she would do that before, right? When, when before she was when she was a face when before the before she was tortured and shit. Right, right, right. Um, she would come and do her karate thing. Right, but she had fans before instead of the the blade thing. Right, that she had. it works better with the blade the fans, I think. Either. Blade just looks there's some Mortal Kombat shit going on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, because like she was a, a competitor in that stuff. Right. She's legit. She's legit. You know, right, right, right. Martial artist. Um so yeah, I mean, and then you got uh Karen Kwan or Kevin Q, whatever they're calling her. Uh looking like uh Juan. Right. Like the grudge or whatever. And uh you got so, um um Boa looking like Chono. Which, was like, no, I hate to say, the look isn't bad for him, though. Like, he looks intimidating. I'm yeah. fine with that. This The intro is, you know what? It's the Karen Cross intro. This feels way too long with the smoke. Listen, I I know I give NXT a lot of shit for those intros. But. Karen Cross, this, Alistair Black, uh, the, uh, I'm sure there's others that can name real quick, but. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Oh, yeah, Bobby Roode. All their intros are, not all of them, but a lot of them are very theatrical. Right. And I will say this, even Karen Cross's, it fits. 
for yeah. NXT. Oh, it does. I think it. I think it would fit better on Raw or SmackDown. I think mm-hmm. that's. I think it. If he. No. I think it will work well on Raw. Nah, those those long weird theatrical entrances do not work. When they go to the the look at Bonnaroo, his thing was there for it's a little all, bit. And but here's a here's my problem with here's here's my fight here's my argument against that. I think it was Bobby Roode where... How do I word this right? I think Cameron Cross has a high... Not that I say Bobby Roode doesn't have a high ceiling, but Bobby Roode is on the tail end of his career. I'm talking about the entrances. I think the, about I, the career. I'm talking about the entrances I think alone. The, I, think the, cause I, I think the Cameron Cross one would, work, would, fit, would, would do well on main roster. Like, like, like SmackDown. Like the, the entrances alone just don't work on the big... Like, on the big stage. This just don't work. Maybe now with the COVID stages and stuff like that. But on the big stage, they just don't work. Like like Alistair Black, Bobby Roode, when they went to the big, the, the main roster, it just didn't work. Even um, Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance. Remember, he had a big entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he would yeah. come out and he would do all this weird shit. And he would do that when he first came to the big the main roster. But they, they immediately would change it where he would just come out and do a little bit of it. You know, They have to change it because that big stage is just too big for these... Very theatrical, dramatic right. entrances, you know, and I will give NXT that that it's it's a different thing. They have a weird focus on their entrances, where a lot of times the opponent is already out there when the music hits. Right, they're already out there standing, right, waiting for their music to hit so they can walk down. You know, right, because it, it fits like the the mode. Uh, what's his face? The guy who got injured with his legs, man, Luke. Menzies was his real name, or is it? Oh, oh, um. I always we always the dude that his, attacked Adam Cole. Yeah, we always forget his his new kid name. Um, anyway, anyway, what are you talking about? I forgot. Ha, Hudge, Holland, Holland Ridge, Holland Ridge, okay. Or Rich Holland, <laughs> Holland. <laughs> Rich Holland. We had right. we, we we had a sound yeah. of that. He he had a great entrance, where his the the Titan Tron would you would see him through smoke and he points right the the baton to the camera, and then the camera pans into real life. And then he's standing there pointing the baton. I was like, whoa, that was a weird effect. The one thing I like about Karen Cross's entrance, mm-hmm. what, what, I think it's very well done. Like, he, like, he, I think they, it feels like they shortened it a little bit from when he first debuted. It feels a little shorter now. So, you know, she, you know, she, the mute, the smoke comes out, she comes out, he's right behind her. And like, she walks to the ring. And like, she's in the ring doing her thing. The minute the music picks up and it goes to the red light, he yeah. pops in the ring. Yeah. I love that visual, is awesome. For TV. Right. You know what I'm saying? Imagine being there, watching right. that. It's going to look very weird. Yeah, it is. You know? I agree with that. But I feel like for a show, that's okay. You know? Right. For a wrestling show, See, that's a problem not with, so much. That's why when they do these big these big these entrances like that and Bobby Roode, they look better on TV than they do in real life. Yeah. So anyway, so on this match, you fought Katrina Cortez. It was a squash match. I went four and a half as a squash. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good squash. Um, I got a question about Katrina Cortez. Okay. She's a lucha. Right. She wears a mask. Right. To conceal her identity. Why she's using a real name? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is, is she gonna rev- is she gonna do like a, a mask versus mask and lose it and reveal herself to be Katrina Cortez? <laughs> the fuck she using her real name for or her real kayfabe name or some shit. That was the whole thing I was bothering. I was like, wait, that's a name. Like, that's a person's name. Yeah. Like, call it Cortez or something. Like yeah, that. I agree. Um, last thing for this hour, they announced that the fight pit is off. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Apparently Timothy Thatcher got injured during training. I'm sure it's real. Fucking the main one of the main matches I was looking forward to. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I mean, being uh, Regal came out and said it is going to happen at some point. Yeah. So. I mean, I was a little disappointed in that. And we're going to... Something that's going to happen later in the show was used to fill that time. The... The what? The... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that was that happens next, right? Um, like your next hour? No. Yeah, next hour, yeah. Okay. So that's my first hour. And go! All right. Uh, first hour, we have AEW Dynamite. And uh, like I said... This is how I started my, my night. I started with AW Dynamite. And uh, I needed it. It was a relaxing thing. I needed to get away from the real world. And to me, wrestling is a it's a great way to do that. And uh, I thought this... We, we start off with AW. starts off with a four-man commentary team. Uh, where we have uh, Ross, Caliber, Tony Schiavone, and uh, Chris Jericho is back on commentary. Um... He was commentary last week as well for the tribute show. Um, now, we open up with the Young Bucks, SCU, defeating TH2 and the Acclaimed. Um, the Acclaimed came out and did uh, a really good rap. thought it was good. And uh, this match was a, little, a lot of fun. Uh, I thought Kaz was great. Jack Evans was great. Um, I think this match helped to reestablish SCU. As a competitors here, because um, even Christopher Daniels was great. Um, so I thought it was a it was a great opener for Dynamite. Fun little story that they're doing with SEU because after this we have a cast promo. You know, informing us about the the whole thing that uh, Frank Kazarian uh, put a like stipulation on their team. Basically, if they lose again, they're done for forever. Because um, he's trying to light a fire under Christopher Daniels. And this is doing it. They're getting their wins. And then they, they said to the Bucks, like, we got your back, no matter what. We got your back. I'm I'm wondering how if that's gonna change now after Well they show. said we but, got your back until we're fighting for those. I know, but I wonder if that's gonna change after the after the closing of the show with their new allegiance, the Bucks. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, one of the you said that you know Christopher Daniels looked good. I think Christopher Daniels works better and some because of his age mm-hmm. and he slowed down a lot. He looks better and he's he's eight man tag. He doesn't have to do a lot of work. Yeah, so he's able to stay fresh for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so this was good. I thought it was uh, like I said, and they like you said, he threw the they do the challenge out there, so they're gonna be working their way up until they get that shot at the title, and then then it's all better off. Um. Now, would you give it? I gave it three and three fourths. I went three and a half. Um, the claim, yeah, I thought the claim were good here as well. Um, I think the claim are really thrown t- into the deep end here, and I, th- I think they're doing well in those waters. You know, I don't, I don't think they're like, like they don't pop off the screen like Top Flight does. Does you know for like these new teams. Uh, but I do think that claimed are holding their own uh, very well here. Uh, yeah, so I tag divisions heating up again. Love it. Moxley comes out, does a pro. Where do I stop again? I'm sorry. Before the Cody match. Cody, okay. Uh, Moxley comes out and uh, does a great promo. 
thought it was refreshing how he does a promo saying that he's not going to interfere. And you know it means that he's not going to interfere. Uh, he puts over Phoenix. Um, and, uh, and it just, yeah, it was good. I loved it. Great promo. Always does a great promo. Um, he looks refreshing. Doesn't he? Like, he's been gone for a month. And I felt like all those tired eyes are gone. You know? Like, his hair was quaffed to the side. He looks like he's been relaxing. Yeah? Getting some sleep and shit. Well, no, I don't know about getting sleep. He's home with a pregnant wife. True. True. I don't know how much sleep he's getting. <laughs> but he's not on the road. He's not, you know. Well, he, wasn't, he hasn't been on the road in a while, though. But, you know, going back and forth wrestling. You know? Yeah, I guess. You know? Um... After this, we have our Wardlow defeating Hager. Uh, first half of this was a bit clumsy. Uh, after that, it just becomes a really good hoss fight. I think I think it was clumsy because I think I think it became two different matches. The same thing when they went Tommaso fought Thatcher. Mm-hmm. I think I think I, you know what I'm a little about? bit because it was more of two different styles. I didn't feel like it was two different. I think these two were just trying to be hosses. I just felt like they just didn't have the chemistry at first. For the the Champa uh, Thatcher fight, I felt like it was two different styles. Like first it was a Thatcher fight, and then it became like this fucking let's just kill each other fight. You know, here I think it was just it was just two hosses from the start, but I just felt like they just weren't like meshing well in, in the first half. Then it just kind of picks up. And then they were finally they found their niche, and they were like, "All right, everything came on point." It wasn't like a blow away match or anything like that, but I thought it was a good hoss fight. Um, the where was it? Uh, yeah, it was a good hoss fight. I see the inner circle were watching, and then uh, Wardlow gets the win. He gets the F five, and he does a way better looking F five than Hager did. The, but I gotta the say though, the F ten. F ten, sorry. Doesn't impress me. He did, no, it's like when he does the move, his opponent doesn't land on his face. He lands on his side. Looks like it hurts more. Uh, <laughs> Dude. I, at my strong, I'm, like, uh, I'm not, like, it look, it's impressive. Yeah. I don't know. It's just about the move that doesn't look right to me. I don't, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. I like it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so and then after that, the inner circle comes in. They do a fist bump. Uh, well, that actually you liked. Yeah. Almost like, you know, you beat me, I'm pissed about it, I'm going to give you respect, though. Yeah. Almost like the inner circle's coming together. Well, it's more of that whole, and we'll see more of this later with the MJF, is just worming his way into it, you know, um, and using Wardlow as part of it. Uh-huh. I feel like, it's, I, I, my prediction for this, I think the new, I think the inner circle is going to kick, kick Jericho out. I mean, that's that's the most obvious thing. Yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. be like the Santana Ortiz, MJF, and Wardlow. And the other, and like Chris Jericho's version will be him, Sammy, and no, I think they're all gonna kick him out. I think Sammy is gonna be like the last uh, stay away. So you know, the last holdout, the last holdout rather. Um, But I think eventually Sammy is also gonna turn on Jericho, which wouldn't be. I mean, honestly, that wouldn't be bad. And then you have Jericho going out. I think Jericho's ready to retire. Yeah, I think he's secretly trying to retire, and he's getting all these like. Bucket list matches that he, bucket list matches that he's been doing, yeah. and he's trying to just put over these guys, you know, and like let some like the inner circle will still exist without him, you know, but he's not gonna just leave right now. He's gonna wait till it's ready, till it's fully transferred over to MJF, you know, and then just get and then he'll he'll step away, you know. Um, 
I gotta say, hope Jericho goes. I hope um, Hager goes with him. I'm not a fan. I don't mind Hager. Like I, I think he's at a fine spot. You know, where he he just comes in for these matches. They're able to build him up good, so you feel like these matches matter. This match mattered. They built this up for a long time, and it mattered. You know, you know it was important for not just each other, but it was important for the inner circle. Like it mattered. You know, and he's always in that spot where he's in a match that just kind of matters. You know, it's not like a great big main event thing, but it's just something to keep him there. He's in a good middle spot for this company. Um, yeah, so I liked it. Big bombs, good pace throughout the whole thing. The the right guy, I felt won. I I, I believe that too. He won clean. I would have been pissed if they gave it to Hager. Yeah, and can you imagine if they sent Hager to? The Nightmare Factory to learn how to fight like a big guy. <laughs> Maybe you know. I hate to say he might have to. So he could be he a. Do what's be, good. Yes. And he did good doing what he is known for doing good. Um, He's athletic enough that he, they could probably he could probably learn more. Yeah. But he's good. Like the dude. The dude. The dude's good. The dude's good. I, I, um, I don't agree with you, but okay. Three snarks. I give it. Uh, same here. I go three. Uh, after this, we have a lot of stuff to get through. Uh, Private Party signs a deal with Matt Hardy uh, with Snoop just standing there watching him get fucked over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the deal is he gets 30% from each. So basically he's getting paid the same as them. You understand? Yeah. 66, yeah. Basically he's basically getting paid almost the same as them. Right. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Uh, so yeah, so they signed a deal so long as they get like certain provisions or whatever. Um, Snoop Dogg just standing there. I feel like I, that was dumb. Like he was just standing there shaking, you know, doing his like... I'm like, all right, Snoop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they signed a deal. Oh yeah, they, uh, they had the gin. Snoop came in with the juice. Yeah. And it's the the cranberry juice. But they took the, the, the logo off because they can't have that on TV. Um, the one thing that showed about the show that not, not that it bothered me but it stuck out they had the banners for the Go Big show all around everywhere like yeah. they're promoting that show a little bit and when that's I first saw it I'm like that's the whole reason why Snoop was there and when I first saw it I'm like why is it I glanced at it without looking at it I'm like why is the GoBots Transformers logo everywhere it, you know, I thought the same thing I was like at first I was like GoBots and it was like Go Big I was like oh shit <laughs> yeah I mean it, it felt out of place a little bit fancy for AEW, I felt out of place. No, they've done stuff like this before. Yeah, I felt that they did it with um, Rick and uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, but not to this um, extent, though. No, the dude, they 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 had the whole ring with Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah, they had they had uh, wrestlers come out dressed as Rick and Morty at one point. I think the whole best friends were dressed up as Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, they, they they've done this stuff before. Um. Where was that? Yeah, so yeah, so they signed a deal. Snoop Dogg was there. Uh, and I love Snoop Dogg. That dude's always entertaining. Um, Darby and Cage. Uh, this part I did not like. No. Well, I didn't understand it. Like, if... Uh, the, I'm talking about the Darby and Cage on a weigh-in. Like, if a title doesn't have a, a right. weight... Right, why are you doing a weigh-in? Why are you doing a weigh-in? Yeah, I said that the same thing. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I understand weird. it's different than a contract signing... And even better than a contract signing. Is it better? Yeah, it's better than a contract signing for sure. But Hold on, so so a contract signing for an actual title match 
is not as good as a weigh-in for a match that has no weight limits. I'm just saying it's better. I'm not saying it's great. It is it better than the, a contract. You no, know, it's funny when they weighed on um, Brian Cage. Yeah. I like how I like how Tony Von like Brian Cage. What? He's gotta go first. He's the champion. And, and Tony was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the minute they said Brian Cage at two seventy. In my head, I'm like, Darby Allen's gonna be one seventy. Yeah, it's gonna be exactly hundred pounds less. Yeah. So so yeah so I like the design of the new belt. It basically this new strap. Yeah, it, it's black with some red trimming now. Instead of like some of the gold trimming or whatever. Um, yeah, I like it. Just black strap. It's good. Um, it does look better with the black strap. I kind of miss the red though. I kind of uh. do. Um, I wonder what the decision was to go black. Instead of just doing like a new red belt. Could they never go back? What do you mean? I don't get it. I don't get it. Never mind. Keep going. Oh, you explain. I got you know, you know the old joke. You want you to go black and never go back? They want- oh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Uh, I, I totally missed that one. I hate that I had to explain that, that was, joke to you. <laughs> that was actually, I hate that I had to explain that fucking joke to you. That was actually really good. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. I messed that one up. <laughs> can't, give it, can't give it too sweet. I'll give it to you. Thank there you. Too sweet. Uh, play, <laughs> and that plays into the show. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. So I don't then, think I don't like about the, they kept the red banner in there on the plate. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, that red trimming. No, not on the, the Not on the strap. On the plate on itself, the plate, yeah. I, they should have made that a little darker. Like, I would have made that black too. I'll make it darker. Cause it kind of, it, it, I think, it, I think it sticks out too much. But I want to see it. Did, did they put it on TV on online at all? Yeah. Okay, I gotta check it out. I'll find, it, I'll find it for you. Because like, I was like, I'm trying to look at the fucking belt. Show me the fucking belt, people. If you go put a new belt out there. But anyway, so yeah, so Darby, yeah, so Darby does the weigh in. He's a hundred pounds uh, less, uh, and then they're like saying, oh, he has all these fucking chains and shit. You know, take them off. Yeah. And he's got his boots on, he's got yeah. that belt on, studs on, on it. I'm like, alright, whatever. Uh, but so then uh, Darby does a promo and he's like, you know, I've been dealing with people f- like you for twenty seven years because I've been dealing with this shit for all my life. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, well, he did a good promo. But I don't like the what the cursing thing, the only thing that bothers me about it is they always beep it at the wrong time. Oh yeah, they did that for sure. Four times like four times. I was like, yo, who the fuck this guy's like not Joke. paying attention. Okay. All right. Um, um, yeah, I, 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 besides forgetting that, I hate the fact that they use a lot of cursing. Not that, not that I don't care about cursing, but it's, it's like they're trying to be hip and edgy. And it, no. No, I think they're just trying to be like, this is how people talk. Let them talk a bit more natural. But I do feel like at one point. It's getting out of control. Like they do it not more that it's out of control. It's just it, it, the word shit being put out there and this is the main bad word that they use uh, it kind of lost its power like the, the oomph of it you know right because they do it all the time yeah if they did it every once in a while it would be better yeah um the yeah so then uh, yeah so Diary does his promo uh, they're threatening to beat they, they tell Shivani get his white ass out of here um and then uh, uh they're about to beat the shit out of Darby Allen Lights go out. Oh, it's thing showing up again. It's standing. It's standing there again. And it's snowing. Yeah. I'm and done. Uh, I'm done with it. Well, I think it's gonna come to a head next week, or yeah, you know, yeah, that's when they're fighting. I, yeah, move on. Yeah, <laughs> we can't just five weeks of this. Like, Look, if you're gonna have them come out that first week, the Sting is here in AEW. Yeah. 
fine. But you're doing the same thing every week now. Darby Allen or Cody gets in trouble. The lights go yeah. out. The snow comes out. Sting comes out with his baseball. Everybody runs in fear. Yeah. It's, it's like rinse, repeat the same thing every fucking week now. I've been complaining about it since week two yeah. of this bullshit. Because I knew they were going to keep it going. Sure enough. Yeah. We're five weeks into this and they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I, I get what they're doing. This is Darby. Like one of us does. Well, no, it's obvious what they're doing. It's Darby taking his time. You know? I don't he, mind the whole Darby thing. No, with no, no, listen, scam. listen, listen. The Sting thing. I'm let me talk. Oh. It's it's Darby taking his time choosing whether or not he wants Sting's help. Because you remember the another legend who offered his help to Darby and he refused. Tess. Tess. And, and that's what that's they're playing into here. You know, it's Darby. It, it Darby has to make a choice, and he has to choose to side with Sting or not. I. It needs to move on. Next week is the, the the title match. I'm assuming at that point is when it's going to move on. Uh, yeah, hopefully it comes to some kind of head by then. Yeah. yeah, it has to. Um, I don't know how much longer they can keep this storyline up. Like yeah. keep up this of Sting showing up every week and Darby has nobody if you want. They got to stop at some point. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Sting should be there every week. You know, he that's be, a, it lost its spe- it lost yeah. its specialness. Yeah. By having him there every week, it should be a Sting to show up this week. Yeah. He came off TV for three, four weeks, and he shows up when he shows up at the special. Now I feel like he's going to be there every week. Yeah, yeah, I agree um, with that. He need, yeah, he needs to be. He needs to be one of those guys who doesn't show up for a while. You know, Jericho needs to be that too. Yeah, but, I agree with that you know, too. Which might be what's happening with Jericho. I hope so. Look, I like look because Jericho's a legend. He's the goat. But you know, so, sometimes too much of a good thing is not always a good thing. No, I, mean, I think Jericho's fine, but I just think, I think he's coming to that point where his his career is, uh, is going to wind up now. Like, you know, let's start winding it up. You know? Um, so, yeah, so the Sting thing happened. MGF, Hager has... Oh, yeah, MGF gives Hager a pep talk. Uh, he, and he, as always, he has to make sure a camera's there to catch it. Yeah, because, yeah, he's, he's manipulating, of course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he, he gives Hager the pep talk and he leaves. So he's warming. And, again, Hager warms up to MJF. You know? Yeah. So he's worming his way into another one. Um, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. This was funny. At, at some point, they they put the the graphic for Cody versus Matt Seidel. Right. <laughs> and Jim Ross cracked me the fuck up, <laughs> and he was like, "We're on, we're unpredictable here, guys. Ain't nothing but a G thing." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was cracking the fuck up when I heard him say that. Because uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg's there. Yeah, I know. Um, so I thought that shit was funny. Um, at this point, they also showed uh, a segment that they had on Dark uh, with Negative One, yeah. uh, Brody Lee Jr., which I thought was hilarious. I saw it on Dark. Um, basically, Negative One uh, comes out. Is that that much smaller than Marco Stunt? Yeah, yeah. He comes out and has a, like a promo battle with Marco Stunt because apparently they're fighting. Uh, and uh, and they have like the, the funniest like pull apart and, and and you have negative one beating the shit out of everyone and yeah. shit like that I thought that shit was funny and uh, and later on in the show they didn't show it on here but later on on Dark he has another um, promo that he comes out and he does it on Luther and he, he fucking lays into Luther and shit um, 
Kid's a good promo. And apparently he wrote all that shit himself. Like his promo. That's what it was. Yeah. So I thought that was awesome. You know this kid. Like all his friends are saying this the next day. So I thought that was awesome. Um, so that was cool. cool. Uh, after this, Marvez um, has an interview with Jurassic Express. Uh, which FTR int- uh, interrupts. And uh, Mark making fun of Marco and shit like that. And uh, Marco um, tells... Um, Basically, he says he's going to step in for Luchasaurus. So, it's going to be Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy versus FTR. No, it's going to be Luchasaurus. It's going to be Jungle no. Boy and Marco Stunt. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's I'm stepping like, in. I said... Hey, right, right, right. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, yeah. like, did I, I'm like, maybe I missed it? Yeah, I said he's stepping in for Luchasaurus. Right. And then I said Luchasaurus' name again. Uh, yeah, so he's stepping in for Luchasaurus. So, it's going to be Marco Stunt and uh, Jungle Boy versus FTR. Um... So, curious. do you think anything think anything comes out of it? Like maybe the Jurassic Express like loses dissension in the ranks. Jurassic Express. Yeah. No, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. But I do think I think it's gonna be a hell of a match. I think Marcus Stunt's gonna try to show out. Uh, but I do think FTR just wins. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, and I, I, I thought I was my question was: Do you think there'll be some kind of dissension with Marco Stunt? Maybe kick Marco Stunt out of the Jurassic Express, something like that, because he cost him a match or something. I mean, it's possible, but I don't, I don't think they're going to go that way. I think Jurassic Express is still kind of big for them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't think so. I think they're going to still be together until they start doing that, the, that trios and stuff. Right. Um, so that's where I stop. Yep. Go. All right. So, and hour two opens up with the last woman standing match between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez. And holy crap. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. This oh, really my Lord. Yeah. Um, at one point, Rhea took a nasty. She was like a power bomb through the table, through the announcer table. Mm-hmm. But she landed her back landed on the edge. Oh yeah! I was like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh my, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, that was that was an awesome I was spot. Like, that did not look not awesome for her probably, but it was, it was an awesome spot. I like that they brawled all over the arena because once they once they showed that video last week of how other days to be best days to be tight. Mm-hmm. Now it feels personal. I thought it was just too little, too late. Right, I show me that. that. Like I, I, you know, I was into the match regardless because it's Rhea and yeah, but, those two, but they always have a good match. Um, but yeah, that they, I thought it was just too little, too late to show me. I, that I agree with that. I agree with that. They kept saying, "I was like, fuck you with that shit." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They kept bringing it up. I was like, "Shut up." <laughs> you should have told us this three months ago. Uh-huh. Um. So yes, and they brawl all over the arena. At one point, um, Dakota guy got involved, and Rhea Ripley, well, shrugged her over, shoved her in a locker. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And yeah, I thought it was great that it was just a small little thing. As right. soon as they came they, out, my they, head was like, oh. Uh, but they didn't do much with yeah, it, which it was, was good. Yeah. And I like that spot that Rhea Ripley did off the top, of the top onto the onto Raquel Gonzalez was laid out on the table when they were in, right near the lockers. Yeah, yeah. That was a great spot too. Yeah. Um, Gonzalez gets the win that power bombing Rhea Ripley through quote unquote through the stage. Yeah. So that was I think Rhea Ripley's going to Raw SmackDown. And this is her this is her exit. <laughs> we're doing anything with her in NXT. Right. Man. So God, I went four and a half on four and a quarter on. You were so sure they were fixing her. <laughs> I know. I really was. Nope. So anyway, I went four and a quarter on this. Right. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Four, four and a half. I loved it. I thought it was great. All right. Let's do it. That was another hot fight. I'll say 
fucking way better Haas fight than Hager and Warlord. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. Yes. Uh, loved it. I fucking loved it. Right. And it, you know it's a hard that's a hard match to do and to keep me interested in right you know, and they managed to do it they managed to do they, it because they went all over the arena but it wasn't silly like they they didn't do stupid stuff with stupid props or anything yeah and outside that little outside that little spot with with a locker and stuff yeah it wasn't silly yeah like it it felt like a brawl yeah you know they didn't use like like the the, the um food from the buffet table you see a lot of food flying around yeah it was a brawl yeah no one's Spraying mustard at each other. Right, right. It felt it felt important. Yeah. Uh, next up, now, like I said, they cut out the. They had to get rid of the pit fight pit. They had to fill time with something, obviously. Yeah. So this is what they went with. They showed the way coming to the coming to the arena, being escorted by police cars. I'm like, okay. They, those cops could have been somewhere else. Yeah. That you know, where they were needed, maybe. I don't think they were real cops. I'm joking. <laughs> So yeah, I know. They, could have, they could have been somewhere else at that point. Yeah. Well, they were in Florida too. Yeah. So the waves in the ring, and Shotzi comes out, and as Shotzi comes out with a new big tank, Austin Theory comes out to shoot the cannon right into right into Austin Theory's nether region. <laughs> shot shot in, into his uh, hypotheticals. Yeah. Austin Theory's hypotheticals. And then um, Kushida comes out. We end up getting a. We end up and then I was weird because I. They started fighting, and then you hear a, you hear the time bell ring. You look at Dexter Loomis. And he points up at the at the screen, and had a picture of the of the Garganos versus Kushida and Shotzi. <laughs> Wade Barrett. How do you draw that so quick? Wade Barrett's got to be like one of the best commentators ever. I gotta say, yeah, because he, he saves a lot of stuff. Like he had, he's captain obvious of the announcement yeah. team. <laughs> he says like where everyone's thinking like. Huh? How, why is he ho- like he said like when they announced him as the host like on uh, Dexter Lumis, um, it was him and he was like, but he doesn't talk. How is he gonna host the show? And it, I look, we knew Wade Barrett was great from his time in the NWA, yeah. but he he stepped it up here. Yeah, I still miss. I think more. because I think he's another guy who's just not scripted as yeah. much. I I still miss Morrow. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen Morrow and him together. Yeah, it would have been funny. I think, I think that would have been great. Yeah. I think I think that would have been... I think he would have been a perfect foil for Marvel. Yeah. Like, he's heelish. But heelish, but he played it down the middle. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's neutral evil. Yeah. And I think he would have been a perfect foil for Marvel. Like they would have worked well together. And then um, the other kid, the, the other commentator kid, I forgot his name. Oh, the one that's there now? Vic, yeah. Vic, Vic Joseph. Joseph. He would have been the perfect middle guy. Like the straight guy for these two guys. Yeah. So and then we end up getting that match. At one point, Shotzi took a nasty, which she dove she outside. She fucking flew. She flew, but her like her the neck. The fuck was, is wrong with her? But her neck. <laughs> I don't mind. That, that wasn't bad. The problem is she missed Candice LeRae. Yeah, I was so her head kind of slammed weird against the mat. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, holy shit, is she alright? <laughs> Apparently she was, but I was like, oh my god. God, I know, right? It's like, yo, calm the fuck down, girl. Jesus, but that's why I said that's why I said she's the future world. She's the future NXT Women's Champion. If she could get there, yeah, I know. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. she's like Darby Allen. Yeah. At one point, Austin Theory got involved, tried to get involved, and Sheeta threw him in the ring, threw him into the corner, and threw Gargano into his nether region. So this is this is gonna be his joke. Yes, they're just gonna tack his dick every week. And then Kushida got the pin on Gargano with the roll up. So look, we're gonna get Kushida Johnny Gargano. 
Which should be a great match. I hope that's what they're leading to here. With I this. hope they are too. Um, but like I said, I'd rather see Kushida go after the cruiserweight belt. Just put him in a put him in the division. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather see Kushida because Kushida Santa Let's go. be a great match. Yeah. So yeah. So I I thought the Kushida Gargano stuff was fucking awesome. I thought right. they were great in the ring. Yeah. Um, the Candice and Shotzi was not so great. You know. They don't have they don't have good chemistry. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that. I just think Candice is probably still sensitive. I think she's still healing. Yeah, her all her arm. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she wasn't doing much. Um, My favorite part of this was that Gargano and Candice came out not dressed to wrestle. Yeah, you know how a lot of times when they come out for like a segment, they're in the wrestling attire, so you know something's gonna happen. Yeah, I like that they didn't they didn't come out in their attire. I guess I. I the, my problem, like I said, like the Kushida Gargano stuff, I thought was great. The Shotzi stuff, uh, Kenneth Lerae stuff was okay. Uh, just, just stop with the comedy. With the, you know, can we just stop with that? Yeah, this is the guy who was DIY. Yeah, you know? right. And now he's running away from black cats and stuff, and he's he's doing his comedy stuff. I don't want. I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not liking this. It was fun at first, but now. I want to. I want to go back. <laughs> Stop with the the comedy gimmick. I wouldn't mind the comedy gimmick if I won't mind the comedy gimmick if he starts defending the title like as John. If he becomes Johnny Gargano, he starts wrestling like he defends the title successfully and looks like Johnny Gargano. I will deal with the comedy stuff as a side if if I we can't. if we still get a great match out of him. But if, for me that that for me to care about the the title, I need more than just great matches. I need that title to be in a story that means something more than him being scared or him dealing with a wheel or him, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I need something serious. Like, this dude was in a blood feud with Champa, you know? You know, this dude took fucking ladders to the face, you know? And now he's doing this comedy stuff. The comedy stuff Look, he took, ladder, he took ladders to the face and fucked with his head. He's weird now. Get off. Leave the man alone. I, I, I can't. I'm not taking the the this United States, North American title serious. I need to be taking it seriously. Stop with this comedy go. All right. Um, they announced the next takeover. Um, February fourteenth. Yeah. Hopefully, Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Again. Hopefully, hope that's the name they give it. Well, or heartbreak or something. Jeez. Takeover heartbreak. Heartbreak would yeah. be cool. Um, what I thought was funny again, fucking uh, Wade Barrett, fucking comes out. Well, he was like, "Oh, I got plans." <laughs> I was like, yeah. I think like, well, now you got plans with me. Yeah. I was like, I love Wade Barrett. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like him in NXT, even though he's great. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. It's just he awesome. is awesome. That was funny. Like the dude's like, I got plans. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, that's what everyone does. It's it's Valentine's Day. Who the fuck is gonna be watching this? I mean, I am, of course. But, well, I am too. Yeah. Well, because well, you're sad more. Yeah. But, yeah, 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 well. <laughs> but I thought that shit. Well, was funny. I mean. I'm sad for all the reasons about Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, no, no. That's my damn grandma's best way. Oh, that's right. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's right. No, no worries. Yeah. yeah, so Valentine's Day is not a great day for me anyway. Yeah. All right, so they Regal announced the women's, Dusty Rose Women's Tag Team Classic. Interesting. I hope, thing. Yeah. I hope this is their way of eventually putting a women's tag title on NXT. Like, in NXT. Well, I think it should be their... I think it should be all over. Yeah, the problem know? is... This way you can get some WWE woman over on NXT. My problem is... To defend the title. 
the, for title. the my prop. I mean, you could do that, but I think the title should be NXT exclusive belts. You, if you want the shot titles, you got to come here to get them. But once they're here, they stay here. This is where they're defended. This is their home. No, I think you can come any way you want. See, the problem is just keep it on the NXT women for a long time. You know. See, I, I I've been saying it for a while. Now. I think the NXT women's titles, tag titles, should the women's tag titles should be on. Okay. That's Anthony Bowen from the acclaimed. Okay. I believe uh, we're watching NXT. What takeover is this? Um, watching right now. I believe this is the show. Oh, this is an episode. Four, yeah, it's four. No, it's Fatal Four Way. Yeah, but it's an episode, not a takeover. Oh, okay. Damn, I thought it was a takeover. This, I believe, this is the episode where they slam the other guy's head onto the other guy, head guy's okay. head. Okay. Because remember, they used to do that power yeah, bomb yeah, on yeah. each other, on the against each other. Yeah. And I think they at one point slammed the other guy's head, like. Powerbomb. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. I think this is the episode. Yeah, well, I, I meant to put on a takeover and I'm putting an episode by mistake. Yeah. But I, st- I did, like I said, the problem is, look at the women's division and Raw and SmackDown combined. It's horrible. Like, they don't really have a great women's division. I also have a few people. Mm-hmm. So put the tag titles and NXT. The NXT's got enough women that they can create a women's division while still keeping the single division strong. That's my hot take. Yeah. I hope that's what they do. Watch this. I, I remember this. I, I actually remember this. Boom. Boom. Ugh. Oof. <laughs> I want to see it again. Hold on. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's just... Ooh, it's nasty. Anyway. Whatever happened to AOP anyway? Are they still even there? I don't know. I know they were both hurt. But did they... No, didn't they let them go? No. Were, weren't, yeah, I think they were let go. I think they were one of the... Probably. Yeah. Saw that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so yeah, now the women's, the women's Dusty Classic. I, don't know, I hope this is their backdoor way of bringing the tag titles to NXT. Yeah. Because, I mean, the men get a shot... At the titles, right? Right. So this could be them getting a shot at the, the tag titles. Cause, you know, cause look or at they this, create a tag. Because what you could do tag. is you have enough... You can even... You have, you keep the women's... Div- you have enough women on one SmackDown in the singles division to make, keep both titles going. There's enough out. You know, and NXT has enough women in their division even with like like the people in developmental like, you know, and, and still treating the PC they could build a legit women's tag division and it'll be good. And the women's the regular women's division for the single belt will still be good. Yeah. All right, now we get to the main event: Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, two no commercials for the title. I, they, you know, I, I, I always say this: they, they always send me those emails. You know where they, they tell you what's going to happen and stuff like that. Right. And again, they sent that email where they said, uh, no interruptions. And they, they did. Uh, no, but last time. They did that and they went to picture and picture. They went to picture and picture. So I was like, I'm not falling for that. But they did it twice. Well, yeah. They did it twice on this show and both 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 matches had no commercials. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. The first one Yeah, right, right. On the episode themselves, they said no commercial. Right. So I was like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. But at first they said in the email, it was 
no interruptions. Right. I was like, mm. but then when the show started, then they said no commercials and stuff like that. Right. So I was like, ah. Um, this match was great. I don't um, know if it was as good as their first match. I don't put it up there as good as I don't. Takeover. I won't either. But it was still great, though. I thought it was still great. I thought it was great callbacks. I did it. They did it like a call, like the kind of, the kind of went into the finish a little bit, or it was a little bit towards the finish. They did a t- two callbacks in one, and I loved it. It was when the uh, Kyle O'Reilly throws um, Finn to the corner, setting him up for that move that broke up, his jaw. Broke his jaw. Broke Finn's jaw. You know, so you're, they, that's a callback. As he goes to do it. Finn kicks him in the, the kidneys or the liver, whatever, the liver shot. Which is a callback when he got hurt. Call, like, a, right. like two callbacks in one. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I I mean I wasn't I wasn't crazy about what the what they, the way they did this, but it it worked. At one point when Finn had Kyle O'Reilly in a stretch, Kyle O'Reilly used his teeth to he bit the rope. This has happened a lot lately. I don't, I and then Finn, and Finn hit the rope to fuck his jaw up. Yeah. Which was like you fuck my jaw up last night, I'm fucking you up this match. Yeah. And they and but they and they played that the whole match. Yeah, it's a callback. Yeah, I like that. And they played that the whole match. That it, and they'll say it's George the reason he lost the match. Yeah. Um, I thought the yeah, I like that callback. The yeah, the 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 biting the te- the rope thing like that's been done. It's done here. They did it a bunch of times in New Japan. Did uh, I think uh, Cody did it at one point against someone? I can't remember. Uh, I was like, why do you keep doing the biting the rope gimmick now? It's like a new thing. Because you, cause your hands are tied up, you can't reach. That was the that was closest thing to the rope. I, I know, but like, why is everyone doing that spot now? Yeah, it's weird. You know? it's, a weir- it's a weird trend that's happening right now. Yeah. But the match was great. I went four and a half on it. I still loved it. Yeah, four and a half. I loved sure. every second. Easy. I loved that it was hard hitting. It, it was a little high flying, not a lot. It was more ground and pound. Strikes, yeah, striking, and and they have such great chemistry in the ring together. Yeah, as soon as they lock up, you can like know like all right, these two can feud forever, and I'll watch every every right. time. Right, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else good thing to say about this match, and it was clean, like it wasn't really dirty. Yeah, I mean, they did what they had to do to win. Nobody didn't, neither one of them really cheated. No one cheated. Right, and just just Finn was smarter, and he used the obvious injuries that were at his disposal. He injured his jaw. He injured the kidney. And then the lockup at the end was every fucking move you can think of to hurt both his kidneys, and stretching his, his abdominal, right. and his jaw at the same time. And then, small little thing I noticed on my second watch, uh, Finn had him in like a cross, uh, uh, cross face at one right. point. And O'Reilly is, and this was after the rope spot, right. O'Reilly is punching uh, Finn's hands. Right, right. Trying to get him to break, right. He's going after the jaw. Trying to get him to break the hold. Yeah. Think about that. At the same time, he's also punching himself in the face. Right. Fucking fucking himself up even further. Right. I thought that was a nice little thing, you know. Uh, But, you know, being desperate, you know. Right. Yeah. Because that in itself could have cost him the match, you know. So I thought that was clever. Those little things I liked. And what I liked about this match, too, was... As the match progressed, as it got as it wore on, you could see the exhaustion in both of them. Like neither neither one of them really like got to the level they were when I started the match. You could tell they were exhausted by the end of the match. Yeah. You no know, fighting on pure adrenaline. I like that. Like like the, the, so we're gonna talk about it in your main event, which was good, but 
there was more selling in this match. Like you, you could feel the physicality in this match. Like it just took it took it took it was the a en- different match. Yeah, it took the energy out of both of them. You know, they, you could tell they were exhausted by the time. Even when the match was over, when Kyle was just, like I, it slumped in the corner, done, mm-hmm. and when Fish and when um when Strong and, and Cole came out, even though consoling them. You could see, you could no don't no, make sure it was alright. You could tell Cole um, O'Reilly was just spent. Like he didn't like he sold it to the end. Yeah. And even Finn was standing up. You could tell Finn was just done. Like he wanted to go home and take a hot bath and a nap. Yeah. He just looked done. Like he you know, he he he, he glared at the camera to end the show, which is which is good. But like, he didn't Did he do any pews. No, he didn't do anything. You could tell that he did the pew pews before the match started. Yeah, I said, and thanks to fucking you, every time every time he does that, I'm like pew pew pew. pew. You every get why he does the pew pews, right? But because he's a shooter, the match itself, <laughs> they as the match. That's what I loved about this match. As the match progressed, see, I watched the AW first because the way my the way the way the, the way there was one hour, one hour, one hour, one hour. But I watched the second hour of AEW first, and to compare the two matches, that was the biggest thing I got from it. Was like this at the end of this match, they both just look exhausted. At the end of your main event, I was not gonna spoil it, but. It didn't look, it looked like it was just a match. Like, they, they, neither one of them were really spent. Well, it wasn't just a match. Well, it wasn't just a match. <laughs> it wasn't just, right. That's right. insane. <laughs> but I'm saying, what, what the point I'm trying to make is, this match felt more physical. I don't know about that. I do. <laughs> I agree with you. It was it. very physical. I'm not taking away any physicality from it. It was, it was awesome. Uh, it is a match of the year contender, for sure. But, yeah, I have it on my list already. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to me this was a better <laughs> world championship match, like a title match than Kenny Omega Ray Phoenix. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah way. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. <laughs> no, you are wrong. Sorry. Uh look, well get, get to your minute. Do your second hour. Yeah. Do your second hour. And then we're gonna debate this. <laughs> uh Okay, so we have Cody defeating Matt Seidel. Uh, Snoop was there as well. He was basically Arn Anderson for this match. Yeah. Um, I wish they did some more with Snoop in this regard. What do you expect them to do with him? No, I'm, I'm saying, like, show me a bit in in the back where Arn is too high to come out. So Snoop decides to come out with the with the card. Yeah, they didn't explain you where know, Arn. Like, why they didn't he, explain where Arn was. Yeah, like, like, give me a little bit more. I'm sure Snoop would have been okay with it. Snoop fucking did a move. Like, he did way more here. You know, just give him... Use Snoop a little bit more. I just thought they kind of missed, missed the mark here. Um, but, it, but Snoop was entertaining regardless, but... Yeah, so Snoop was basically arm. He did a Cody remix, which I don't like. I didn't like the, the remix. Um, I hope that's just... For now. Probably. Like, like for this show. Probably because he was there. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, uh, the match was great. Um, uh, Cody's story here was that he was doing a lot of shots at um, Sting, uh, where he did the Scorpion Death Drop. Like it looked like he was going for the the, the crossroads, but he get, he does the that reverse DDT, the the Death Drop, right? Scorpion Death Drop. You know, he does the cross the he does the Sharpshooter or the Scorpion. Um, what's he called the the fucking Sharpshooter? Scorpion Deathlock. Deathlock. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, 
So Cody is basically doing shots at um, at the Sting here. So so there, there's that little storyline that they're building up to, or if they are building up to. Um, yeah. So then after the this match, Chaos Project. Yeah, at one point, Matt Seidel gets thrown into Chaos Project outside the ring. They come in after the match to attack, uh, and then Matt Seidel and Cody get the upper hand. And then uh, the the greatest splash you'll ever see. And now we're gonna play a game, and we're gonna call name. <laughs> we're gonna name Snoop Dogg Splash. Oh my! God. They're calling it the Snoop Splash. From no. what I saw, I'm like, that's garbage. What, what what should we call it? High times. That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. Although kind of taken. And I I did that top of my head. I was about to say, I thought it was taken because um, Tanahashi has the high fly flow. But no. Yeah, high times was really good. But how about... I, I posted Downward Facing Dog on the Facebook page, um, which would be good. But I'm thinking, how about Drop It Like It's Hot? Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. Put it out there. We're gonna make a poll of that. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was just a fun match. Uh, Snoop Splash, uh, Chaos Project. All right, yeah. So three and a half. Um, next uh, we have Sheeta defeating Abaddon. Um, stage fight, bites under the ring, gets dragged under the ring. Sheeta's neck wound, spider walk. Good match. The match itself was good, uh, except for the dumb shit where she gets like if they took out the the under the ring bullshit I it, the match itself would have been fine you know like I don't mind her trying to bite Cheetah and oh shit like that oh my lord who is that but when you when you go under the ring and then Abaddon comes out with blood yeah. all over her face yeah and then Cheetah comes out with a fucking neck wound gaping neck wound like yeah or or if you're going to do that, have the fucking referee put on gloves. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, have her see a doctor. You know, you know. Um, and I got to say, Avalon's not that great. No, I've said that weeks for weeks. Yeah. She, she's okay. She has those basics and shit like that. And she has a great presence. And she has this character that vexes me. Because at one point, I'm like, she's so visually stunning. You know, when you see her. It's like no, this is, is kind of you know, it, it, it like it's like it's it's very interesting. Um, but then you know her ring in ring is not great, you know. Right. So, but this was uh, Shida wins. Here she gets the Tomoishi, whatever they're calling it, that knee move, and uh, hopefully this is the end of it. I hope so. Hopefully they're not gonna go full gimmick here, and then she does a fucking zombie next week or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's what we're gonna do. It's not usually, and that's the thing I like. I'm okay. I guess the reason why I'm more okay with the whole Abaddon thing is that they didn't take it to like another realm. They treat. They didn't treat. They yeah. they treated it that that's who she is. Is she really? Is she, why did she think she's a zombie? Yeah, yeah I, I she's just that. a crazy girl who likes to bite people. You know, yeah. I have dated girls like that before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little TMI. But yeah. Um. So. So, you know, I was fine with the way they presented her. 
she, you know, she didn't come out from the dead realm or anything like that. You know, but yeah. So the match itself, I gave it three. The I thought the match I itself was fine. two and three quarters. Um, I, I, I it was too much weirdness going on for me. Yeah, I mean the only weird thing they did was that under the the ring shit. That was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but hopefully this is the end of it. Just it's, and, and they just move on. I think they should give the belt. I've been saying this for weeks. They should give the belt already to Britt Baker. I think she'll be a great heel. You know champion for them and then can just move on from there um after this they uh they announced next week we have um the Darby uh versus Cage TNT title match uh Miro versus Chuck did I skip the bit with Miro yeah he did but trust me you could, it was fine <laughs> I didn't write it down Anyway, yeah, they did some kind of bit where yeah, Meryl, Chuck yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. yeah, uh, Chuck is being interviewed by I think Dasha was Chuck and um Cassie, um, yeah, Chuck and Cassie, but the interviewer was Dasha, right? Yeah, it was Dasha. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, they're talking about how Trent is going to be out for four months, four to six months, because uh, of a pec injury, uh, torn his pec, um, just, just hurts just saying it, um, and then uh, I thought it was funny how he was like, it'll be, will be. It would be such a shame if uh, Meryl was to interrupt me right now and then there's Meryl standing there. Uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, they got into this uh, argument and basically Meryl says, if I beat you next week, you become my young boy. Which is basically, is that a play on the Young Lions from New Japan? Yeah. Yeah, but they also say young boy and stuff like that over there. Um, and basically it's it's... He he would be his like holding he ba- he basically be his indentured servant, um for until after the the wedding. Uh, I I I don't care about the step. I, the only thing I don't get is why would he agree to it? Like what's he get if he wins? You know he just agreed. Yeah. You know like what do you like, get? Like he almost like he agreed to just get this thing like, yeah. just to get it get away from him. Yeah. And that. I guess to his credit, that is how he portrayed it as well. He was like, "All right, all right, listen, listen. If if it, if it gets this match, if it gets you out of my way, again. Also, the match was already set. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um. So yeah. So the back to next week. So Darby Cage TNT title match: Miro versus Chuck with the Miro step for the young boy, which I assume Miro's gonna win. Yes. So we can have segments with Chuck being his servant. Whatever. Uh, Serena Deeb versus Tay Conti and that was a good setup for I, I skipped that as well kind of damn it yeah but uh, Serena Deeb versus Tay Conti um, well I think Dunder for, Rosa was supposed to be involved in the end of a title match and she got pulled because of COVID because she was in contact with somebody no she's not involved with a title match uh, because that her her program is with Britt Baker right now. She wants to fight Britt Baker. Yeah, and, and that's why the NWA title match is happening. Yeah, that was it's that's filling that spot. Yeah, I knew she was about to read the one. I knew there was a reason why she wasn't having a match. Yeah, I can't remember what the match was. Yeah, so Serena D versus Tay Conti for NWA title. Uh, Kenny and the Elite in action. Um, Jurassic Express versus FTR. Eddie Kingston versus Pack. In a circle, New Year's uh, resolution and. The waiting room makes its dynamite debut. That's Britt Baker's. Britt Baker's. Take you um, something to Piper's do because she's not wrestling. 
Yeah, but uh, this is a segment that they've been doing on Dark for a while now. Uh, it's my fav- one of my favorite bits on Dark. Uh, it's basically a Piper's Pit type yeah. of thing. It's her interviewing. Um, I hope they keep it outside of the ring. You know, I, you know, I don't want her. I don't want her in the ring doing the waiting room. Right. Keep, do have a like a stage set up like they do now on Dark. Right, right. And just have people come out to her stage. Um, I don't want them setting up the ring to be her 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 office and shit like that. You right. know, like they do with the Miz TV show thing or the Kevin Owens show and shit like that. You know, uh, just keep it on the side. I'll be fine. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Conti did the promo after this, after they announced the six weeks. So Conti did her promo when she's there with the Dark Order. Still not sure if Conti's joining the Dark Order fully, but she was there. She had a Brody shirt, and uh, I like the promo. It was good. Just good setup, and you can tell like these Serena Deeb and Conti are probably gonna have a great match. Conti is like low key, like um, like most improved. You know, of her time right, right. from NXT or from her time even in AEW, she's like one of those very improved uh, people, uh, wrestlers. Uh, Pac here also did a promo putting over his boy Phoenix, and then uh, and also saying like we're not gonna interrupt as well, and they didn't interrupt, and uh, then we have the main event, and they gave him a full almost a full half hour here. You know, not counting, you know, the intros and shit like that. And, uh, shit was fucking awesome. Uh, Kenny Omega defeats Ray Phoenix. This shit was just spectacular. Um, the, the fuck, like, the, one of my favorite spots was the, the moonsault. Like, Phoenix at the, in the corner does a moonsault off the top, clearing over Kenny Omega, landing on his feet behind Kenny Omega, grabs Kenny Omega, does a German, Dropping Kenny Omega on top of his head. It looked fucking awesome. And all that in like one move. You go boom, 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 boom. Um, there was a spot towards the end where Kenny Omega catches Phoenix in the double arm hooks and it drops him into the Tiger Driver. Awesome move. This move, this this match was just fucking awesome. I fucking loved it. Uh, I thought it was what they like to call a barn burner. Uh, it was, just, it was just jaw-dropping stuff that these two did. And uh, and I think there's the only type of stuff that only these two can do. Uh, I feel like Kenny Omega should only fight luchadors from now on. Because <laughs> uh, uh, he's had great matches like in like the last few months between luchadors. With like Laredo Kid and, and uh, now Phoenix. Uh, and uh, imagine, like, imagine if this had... A full crowd, you know. This, this match was awesome. I gave it the full five. I want wow, the full five. You're insane. Dude, it was good. It was good. Awesome. It's in my. It's my match of the one of my match of the year contenders. Yeah. Had three match of the year contenders this week because I didn't watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. This, Kyle Riley, Finn, and Rhea Ripley Gonzalez. Yeah. Those are my three match of the year contenders so far. I'm sure when I watch Wrestle Kingdom, I'm gonna have more. Probably. But when I rank it over Kyle Riley, Finn Balor, I can't do that. I yeah. just can't. Yeah, it was good. I just I, I can't make it wasn't better than Finn and Okada. Oh, it, was so it, it, it wasn't better. better. It, it was so much better. It wasn't. Oh my god. It was so much better. It wasn't. It I, was so much better, dude. Anyway, the match ends. So my problem with the match I think I said I I I, I don't want to say it until we got to it. 
I didn't feel like there wasn't enough like when the match was over. Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix and Phoenix from what Kenny Omega he was on standing mm-hmm. looked like he didn't look like he had a match like he looked almost completely well, refreshed. Well, no, he was breathing hard and all that shit. Yeah, he, but he was, yeah. he was getting picked up and stuff. But uh, Phoenix was down, obviously, and uh, the the it's fucking cold. <laughs> it's hard to see the sweat on them when they're they're not sweating because well, I don't care about the cold. sweat, but you yep. could but do other way to show that you had a rough match. Yeah, Kenny did that. He wasn't like like all right, I'm up now. I didn't say yep. he, I didn't say he was completely like yep. I don't. I just felt like the wear and tear looked more. Look at Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor went through more of a war than Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix did. My personal opinion. If I'm wrong, I don't care. But I'm. That's my personal opinion. Opinions like assholes. Everybody's got one. Okay. So does this so show. My opinion apparently. is that <laughs> my opinion is that the Finn Balor Kyle Riley match was, felt better to me. Uh, it was more intense. I think your opinion is wrong. <laughs> opinions can't be wrong. Opinions are opinions. I uh, felt the Kyle Riley Finn match just felt more intense to me. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Anyway. So anyway, right, after the match, Callis comes in, does a promo. Um, and they're about to beat the shit out of uh, Phoenix even more. Uh, and he was going to do another one wing angel on him. And then uh, they show, oh yeah, they show a video of uh, the other Death Triangle um, got their asses kicked by Butcher and the Blade and uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Kingston. And uh, so they're not coming to save him. And uh, this guy's going to get his ass kicked. Phoenix going to get his ass kicked. And then uh, who comes out to save him? Moxley. Moxley comes out with the barbed wire bat. He attacks uh, um, Kenny Omega with the barbed wire bat. Apparently got his arm somehow because his arm was bleeding Yeah, a little bit. I was like, I, I missed that. Uh, and then uh, who comes to save Kenny? The Good Brothers. That that, that, that door just, it just etched a little bit more open. That forbidden door. The forbidden gate, whatever you want to call it. And then... Uh, they beat the shit out of uh, Moxley. And then uh, it says Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers beating the shit out of Moxley. And then other people try to interrupt. You know, and they're beating the shit out of everyone who tries to get in the fucking ring. And then uh, you got Kenny Omega picking up the bat and just beating the shit out of Moxley with the bat. The barbed wire bat. And then the, the Younger Bucks come in. And they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah, and then they're trying to stop him. And then uh, uh, who comes in and grabs Kenny? Was it Pillman? Yeah, Pillman and yeah. Um, Garrison. Garrison, yeah. They grab Kenny. And then uh, I think it was supposed to be both of them doing the super kick, but I think uh, Nick was hurt from his first match. Right. So uh, Supposedly he got like a leg contusion, but he thought his leg was broken. But uh, it, it wasn't. It was, it was just injured. Could be still a serious injury, but... He, he didn't do a super kick. I think it was supposed to, be, supposed to be both of them doing super kicks to Garrison and Pillman. Or what are they calling themselves now? The dirty the varsity blondes? Yeah, yeah, Um and uh So they you know, so now there's like you know, they're saving their friend. That's their friend still. Right. You know? Don't touch their friend. They can touch their friend. They can have arguments with friends, but don't fuck with my friend. I was like like Killian Dane did with Drake Maverick, nobody can hit you but me. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's it's more of like a love thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Him is that's more comedy. This is like, this is me and Kenny getting in an argument. Right. Don't like it's like if I was getting in an argument with you, and then 
some other guy decides to disagree with you and push you down, I'll be like, motherfucker, I'll beat the shit out of him. Right. This right. is my fight with my friend. Right. Don't fuck with him. You know? I still got your back over or, here. Or you, or you guys are teaming up on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you but you get the idea. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I know. I was making you know, I, I got. I, I was being facetious. Yeah, I, even I if though that guy is helping me, I still got your back. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing with um, the young bucks. Because even at the end, where they all do the two sweet, which was very controversial, supposedly. Um, you know, uh, yeah, so yeah, the good brothers and Kenny Omega put the, the infamous hand sign up. They, they, I guess they can't call it the two sweets. Well, would you deal with Tom Tonga? Well, let me get, yeah, yeah, get yeah, 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 yeah. So they, you know, they're up there doing the two sweet. Uh, Callus is like, you know, egging on the, the younger bucks, like, come on, come on, come on, come on to do the two sweet. And they both do it. But they kind of look reluctant to do it. Yeah. But they both do it, the two sweet. So. I guess this is the elite. I guess, I'm assuming that's what they're going to be calling it. The elite. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to be calling it the Bullet Club. They mentioned that. They they kind of call themselves that on Impact. What, the elite? Yeah. No, the the good, the Bullet Club. Right. They don't, they, they often say like, oh, we're the, we're the original Bullet Club. But I don't think that's officially who they are. No. Because even in the graphic. Because doesn't New Japan own that? Yeah. Name? It's a right thing. So I don't think they can say that. Um... So I think it'll I think it'll just all come in as the elite. And uh where was it? You were gonna say something about Tamatanga? Yeah, so Tamatanga um tweet out a couple of things after this. Yeah. One thing he tweeted goes it goes, not bull club without the Tongans. Yeah. And he said the the um, lawsuit the W that the young bucks on them claim the WWE the season desist, mm-hmm. Tama said that's bullshit. Like it doesn't exist. Like that season, season decision does not exist. Yeah, that made it wrong there. <laughs> yeah, but Tama Tonga is basically it's not bull club without the Tongans. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah. So, which I mean, that could be just more shoot stuff. For, yeah. You know, like building up to that, opening up that Forbidden Door. Oh, you know? at least planting the seeds so if it does open up, it's already there. I got a rivalry ready. Um, I got a rivalry ready. Um. Yeah. But we could see I mean if it does work out, like New Japan, that door is open. Yeah. We get Bullet Club versus the Elite Blood and Guts. Yeah, that could happen. Um So that would be actually kinda of fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, so what so what, what do you think about this? This group, this little this, uh, this, yet again a new faction for AEW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, it feels less like a Bullet Club reunion a little bit, more like the, like the NWO a little bit. It's like they're, they're, you know, all the they're all coming together to protect Kenny. Like Kenny will make his whole Hogan. Don Callis is um Eric Bischoff, mm-hmm. and the rest of them just members of the NWO. Like I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm, it's it's fun. Okay? But I, but as a Bullet Club, or oh. it's not a bad version of Bullet Club. It's, but, it's one of the original versions. Right, right. But if the, I, I want to see them add somebody new into it. That'll, that'll come later. But if, if, they, if they even go far go with it, yeah. it might not be. A, it might not be. A, this might not be a long term thing they're gonna do. Uh, we're talking about AW though. <laughs> yeah, but it all depends on their relationship with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Remember, if that relationship goes sour somehow, mm-hmm. Gal Anderson are gone. Don Callis is gone. You gotta remember, it's not these aren't AEW. Don Callis and Gal Zanzer aren't AEW wrestlers; they're mm-hmm. Impact wrestlers. Yeah. They're just working on an agreement with Impact and AEW. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I say, if that relationship goes sideways, this whole storyline goes sideways with it. Well, well all of a sudden... They'll adjust it to what they need to adjust it. But... Like, can I'm you, saying, uh, well, what's making it unique right now, it's the Young Bucks, it's Kenny Omega, it's Gals and Anderson. Yeah. That's what's making it fun. Yeah. If get, you take Gals and Anderson out of the equation, it's the elite. It's the, it's, it's a super kick party. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Kenny Omega and the Bucks. Yeah. Which is nothing new. The gals and Anderson are what's making this new. Okay, but that's what we have. So right, but I'm you saying, can't like, say anything about the future until it happens. Right, but I'm saying if they keep it going, it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Where they're going to go with it, we'll find out. It should be, it should be a lot of fun, though. Yeah, I, I do like that this was the, the first time we saw this this way. Like We've been waiting for Impact people to come through here. I think it makes sense for these two to be the first ones. Is it, now, did this version of Bull Club ever exist? Yeah, this was... This was one of the I don't remember if Gal. No, no, no. I'm saying is, yeah, Gallows Anderson was still in New Japan when AJ left. Yeah, right. uh, this was kind of cool because they kind of teased this on BTE very quickly. You had to catch it. Like at the end, they kind of flashed this picture. You know, like one of those subliminal messages kind of flashed. Right, picture. right, right. It was like a split second, and what it was, it was that the picture of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And the Good Brothers, when they turned on AJ Styles, when they, it was a New Year's Dash, I think it was probably New Year's Dash. All right. And that was the last time all of them were in the ring together. Uh, and this was basically the anniversary of that. It was around the same time. Um, so they were teasing, you know, this 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 whole thing happening. I thought they were teasing like AJ Styles somehow just decides to just leave and just maybe. Had some type of thing in his contract where he could go anywhere he wants, anywhere. Yeah. Um, but no, it was there was um, foreshadowing this thing happening where these two got together and they did the two suites together. Um, this was so yeah. So they were all at, in Japan at the same time at one point. Um, yeah. Great stuff. Oh, all right. Show the night. I'm I'm giving it a tie. Um, I th- I think the AW show had some good stuff throughout, and it's it's carried by that main event. Um, NXT had plenty of good stuff throughout as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm making an anti. Um, hmm. see, I'm in two minds. I mean, the main event the main event of AW was a match tonight for AW. But leading up to it, the show was good. It wasn't great. It was good. Yeah, that's what I said. Right. Well, well, well <laughs> let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. The problem is the NXT was pretty solid the whole night. Not really. I don't think they had two great matches in it. Okay, two great matches. That's not the actually, whole night. Actually, <laughs> that, like, well, see, we differ opinions on an opening match. <laughs> the match was boring as fuck. No, it wasn't. Come on. As Gorilla Monster would say to Bobby Heenan, oh, stop. <laughs> Will you stop? Um, yeah, to me, NXT, to, AEW had more of that wow factor with the bullet with the bullet club thing at the end. Mm-hmm. But take that out of the equation. But that's not how you right. talk about it. Like that is the in the equation. All right, take out Pete Dunne and um, Pete Dunne. I'm sorry, uh, Finn and. Uh, but Kyle I'm not Ryan. taking out. I'm not taking out the match though. Here's the thing. Take out just the the thing at the end of the match. 
Like, don't take out the. the I'm not taking out. If I'm going to take out. If I'm gonna take out Finn and Colin, you gotta take out Kenny Ray. Don't take out anything. Show for show. Which is better? You can say NXT is better. It's okay. I enjoyed NXT a lot more. There you go. I really did. It's okay. The, match, I, the matches were more solid to me. Don't feel bad for that. <laughs> the women's match was better. Obviously. Yeah, definitely better. The, the women's match was better. See, basically, a, 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 NXT did in that women's match was better than was a Haas match that was better than Hager Wardlow and was a better women's match than Abaddon and Akirishita. Okay. So basically it took the be- it took the, 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 the best parts of both those two matches on AEW and put it into one great match. I don't want to put it that way. It was definitely better than both those matches but Right. Like it was, like it was they a had better, a lot more to work with. Too. It was a better women's match than Akirishita and Abaddon was a better Haas match than Wardlow and yeah. Jay Hager. Um, like I say we disagree on that. I think the main event was great. Fate and AEW match of the year contender for me, but to me the NXT main event was better. Nah, bro. Yeah, bro. Nah, bro. You lost in the sauce right now. Nah, man. You, you, nah. you you've lost the plot right now, man. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, son. Nah, son. You dropping it like it's hot right nah, now. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, son. I think you wrong. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think I think you're caught up in the whole AEW Bullet Club thing. You now nah, you're. It's wrong. exciting. It That's was. what you're supposed to be. It was, but the match, the match itself was not better. I'm not doing match for match. I'm doing show, entire show for entire show. And yeah, to but me, both, both were really good. No, no, look, both it was four hours of great wrestling yeah. all around. But if you ask me which show was better, I enjoyed NXT a lot more. All right. Don't feel bad about that. It's okay. Feel, trust me. I don't feel bad. It's okay to be wrong. Okay? Don't nah, worry. No, no, no. Nah, son. Nah, it's son. okay to be wrong. Nah, son. John, it's okay. You know what? You Frank, know what? Yeah, I know it's okay to be wrong. That's why I'm telling you. It's okay. You know you're, what? you're wrong and it's okay. You know what? For your birthday, NXT wins. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it. See, Dude, we're not really keeping the score. I'm just going to give it to NXT. <laughs> See, because you know NXT was actually better. So that's fine. The, that's your excuse. No, I'm that's gonna, fine. I'm not that's gonna, fine. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna <laughs> that's fine. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> that's, that's all on you. You're an idiot. <laughs> you really are. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up, huh? You're my mom. I know. I use that at work. <laughs> like somebody else say something stuff like 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 somebody say you're an idiot. I'm like you remind me of my mom. And they just laugh every time I say it. I don't know why. They just think it's hilarious. Probably. That's usually why people laugh, John. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, can, can we take it to the end right now? Yes. <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, don't forget, Saturday night is hard to kill. Big, big six-man main event. And we will be reviewing it on Sunday. Maybe there'll be more men. Like, maybe the Bucks will show up there. Ooh. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Maybe challenge the motor shooting, motor shooting, motor shooting, the, the motor shooting, the motor shooting machine. Guns, yeah. Well, we've seen that match already. Yeah, but again, we saw that like years ago. That's true. True. Now they're both different. Yes, yeah, true. That maybe, be... maybe the Bucks will put the, the titles on the line. Yeah. Wow! Imagine that motor shooting machine guns when when the AW tag titles. That'd be a weird. That'd be a weird flex. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, guys, thank you for joining us. Top guys, out. Two.
Sweet. Infamous hand sign.